All right, what's up, listeners? Welcome back to Predator vs. Movies. I'm Alex. I'm Peter. I'm Aiden. And this is a podcast where we discuss and review the latest movie releases. We're going to start off with a non-spoiler review before diving into a deeper discussion of the film. And then we're going to ask the most important question, would this movie be better if the alien from Predator was in it? This week, we are going to be reviewing not a movie. Uh, we're going to be Whoa, doing a... Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> we're going to be doing a Marvel double feature, uh, Werewolf by Night and the She-Hulk uh, series. And we don't have a special guest this week. Um, yeah, because Tar refuses to come to theaters for us. Yeah, it's 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 a rough. What has it been? Two weeks where we've been rejected by Tar. Yeah. It feels like three. It feels like it's been disappointment after disappointment. Just trying to watch that movie. But. Well, Tar uh, opened here two days ago, so oh, it's, it's wow, not been like two elite. weeks. Ontario cool. elite, man. big city kid. Wow, cool. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Um, uh, yeah, deciding what we were going to do this week was quite convoluted. Um, there was some, there was some behind the scenes drama as everyone had, had very strong opinions about particular (laughs) options. So, you know, Amsterdam was discussed, um, Blonde was discussed and for each of them, there was at least one member of the group who was not having it was not going to see it so um we this was the closest we got to a compromise so here we are doing a a series and a special presentation but i mean i'll talk about marvel any week so uh as for news though uh i don't know if you guys heard but benoit blanc is gay yeah i found out out this morning on twitter yep Yep. there was a, a twitter news drop I think, what did you say? It was like a... It's from a press conference. It was a press conference. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the pre- weirdest press did, invent- did they ad- invent- Did they, like, say anything else? Was that just the point of the press conference? That's Probably. all I saw. That's all I saw. <laughs> so that's the news I got point. was... I was like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so, that's the news. Uh, no, I'm kidding. We got worse stuff. Um, the Andor showrunner, Tony Gilroy, was interviewed some time ago. And one of the questions was... Uh, how does he approach making a prequel about a character oh, yes, that yes. audiences know is going to die in a like you know shortly after because of Rogue One? Spoilers, yeah. sorry. And his response is the best thing. It's the best response. So he says, "This is the quote: We're all living in a prequel. We are all going to die." Whoa! <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's so baller and true too. Like the yeah. fact, like you can have drama even if you know he dies in five years because he's right yeah. like we all die so like what? there's still all of the star going. wars prequels happened and you know that you know certain things had to i mean those movies sucked but that's not the reason yeah. why <laughs> yeah um there were a couple of trailers dropped this week um I, I think one was from last week actually but i missed it the bones and all trailer dropped yeah. um I, i've been that avoiding that one because that's a movie i know i'm gonna see so i'm not gonna watch the trailer oh i see okay yeah. Um, well, I did watch the trailer, and so it seems to be kind of like, it almost seems like vampires in a way, like the, they're cannibals, but they're not like cannibals out of choice. Like it seems like mm. they're predisposed to cannibalism, and something about like they can smell each other. It's it's interesting, and oh, I will is Timothy? See it. No, is I Timothy Chalamet them... also a vampire? No, I thought one of them was like a cannibal before they met the other person, and the other person is just sort of like homeless and then yeah, I thought they, the main they character... bonded and they started like you know 
I thought the and main like cannibal activity. I thought the lead together. actress was just the cannibal, and that was yeah. That's what she's I, definitely. I think that's yeah. what I heard. Maybe, maybe okay. Maybe Shally isn't, but Shally. Um, <laughs> Emily. Uh, Timely, Timely, Um, but I don't know. I think it'll be good. And um, Michael Stuhlbarg is in it. He's great. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see that. It's done um, by the uh, Call Me by Your Name director, right? It sure mm-hmm. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was also a trailer for Women Women Talking, uh, which has been really hyped up. I've seen a lot of good reviews for that. Uh, the trailer really didn't do much for me, but I'm gonna watch it for sure because it's just the reviews did you guys i'm seeing some confused no faces. i didn't see that i haven't even heard of that to be honest with you okay is, is it that looks the like rooney mara movie i think so and i think it's got um, oh right no i did see what's that. her name walk three billboards billboards uh, oh francis uh, mcdormand yeah francis oh yeah. nice okay it seems like um oh yeah period piece kind of rural oh i did see this yeah, yeah. i don't know the I don't I don't know what's going on in the movie, but like I said, good reviews. So I mean, yeah, probably check it out. I like the cast. Good cast, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also the trailer for uh, another highly acclaimed movie, uh, Ryan Reynolds' Spirited. What? Um, what? It's, it's, <laughs> I've never heard of that movie ever. Um, it's an Apple original, and it's with Will Ferrell, and it's a new take. Because we always need a new take on A Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds is the Scrooge character, and Will Ferrell is uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present, I believe. And it's like a musical comedy. Oh, yeah. Um, Hey, speaking of that, it's never been. Sorry, sorry, Aiden. Stop talking over each other. (laughs) I got turns. You go, Pete. (laughs) Dude, um, I think you, you tweeted this, Alex. Fabian mm-hmm. got casted in uh, Tangled, the live-action remake. Peter, we're actually talking about Spirited right now, so I'd like you to wait Dude, your you're, turn. You're talking about, you're talking Aiden, about remakes, though. Aiden, what were you talking about? <laughs> I was saying, like, if there's one, like, intellectual property that, like, has... We've only seen the same take, and we've never seen anything else, it's The Christmas Carol. Yeah, like, I can already think of four off the top of my head. There's yeah, a, Robert there's a Muppets version... Like, Muppets, Mickey Mouse, those are two separate ones. There's yeah. the Robert Zemeckis CGI scary one. Well, yeah. there's Doctor the, Who did like an adaptation. Doctor sure Who did, did, yeah. Doctor there's Who did, yeah. Scrooged with Bill Murray, who yep. there's been some maybe bad things talked about. I won't get into that more in the podcast. You can do your own research. but um, So yeah, there's a lot of adaptations already, but I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a musical. Sure. I'll do it um yes uh peter though skipped ahead to our next bit of news sir Kristen cole has uh been cast as flynn rider the uh lead character in tangled they're making a um, live action tangled they sure are like seven years i guess it was longer than that no it was longer it's 2010 it's longer okay. than you feel like it should be but so yeah. it's it's 12 years old now but yeah, it's very clear that the the turnaround time between live action and, and animated is getting like smaller. They, are they going to make a live action Frozen? Dude, like that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh my god, hundred percent. That one was 20, live action Moana, 2014. So like, uh, I think Tangled is twenty twenty three. So uh, at the rate they're going, 
will get frozen the following year and the following year Moana. Like Moana. it'll just be exponential. Yes. Like, getting faster. <laughs> I almost feel like they're making animated movies at this point as fuel for the live action yeah. ones <laughs> Or that like the live action ones are just expensive advertisements to go watch the animated ones, yeah. which are so much, they're vastly superior. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as casting goes, Sir Kristen Cole is his, his real name is uh, Fabian Frankel. He's he's got the look. It's pretty hot. Not gonna lie. Um, Good for there's him. gonna be there's <laughs> gonna be a new Naked Gun movie. Um, oh really? <laughs> yeah, those are the ones with. Um, I don't know why I walked into this because I very much don't know his name. That guy. <sighs> Naked Gun. What's his name? <laughs> it's on the like uh, Leslie yeah. Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Um, so those are movies from like the eighties. And they're yeah. doing a new one with uh, Liam Neeson. Oh, really? Be, yeah, that'll be interesting. I think yeah. I'm interested. I don't know if has he yeah. done comedy before. I don't know. Uh, I feel like he must have. I feel like Liam Neeson's a good actor though. Like that kind of gets shit like, on a bit yeah. because he does like a bunch of shitty movies. But I think he's mm-hmm. a good actor. So I want to see him do comedy. I think that could be really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I uh, people have been noting for a while that we're we've been in a bit of a dry spell for like comedy films. Like, you yeah. know, like the comedy films of old just don't get made anymore. So I'm interested to see, like, this is like a pure comedy film. Like, I'm interested to see how they do it. I love so many, like, the movie, the comedies of that era, like Airplane and stuff. Like, Airplane. Have you ever seen Airplane? Airplane's so funny. Yeah. Um, and that one's, uh, the new Naked Gun is going to be directed by Akiva Schaefer of the Lonely Island. The Lonely Island, nice. Yeah, so he did, um, he's done a bunch of... Uh, Oh fuck! What's his name? Man, I'm so bad at names. Andy Samberg. Uh, Andy Samberg. He's done a lot yeah. of his movies um, yeah. as the director, and he did uh, most recently that Chipmunk movie, Chip and Dale. Oh yeah, yeah. Chip and or Chip and Dale, not to be confused mm-hmm. with Chip and Dale's. Um, very different. Uh, Adam Sandler is going to be reteaming with the Safdie brothers. Uh, so they did oh, yeah, uh, Uncut Gems together, and they're going to do a new movie starting uh, filming in January. So. I'm. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, I that's like, exciting. I really that's like. Um, I like Adam Sandler in dramatic roles. Yeah, I also I love. Um, I think Uncle Jim's is great, and I think uh, Good Time, which is their movie previous yeah, to that. Good. I think that I think that one's even better. Honestly, I love Good Time. Good Time's really good. Yeah, that one's yeah. with uh, Robbie Robbie Pat. Uh, Robbie Pats. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie Pats Patsman. Um, Whoa. On to our uh, Warner Brothers Discovery update, because I don't think they can go a week without like, <laughs> shooting themselves in the foot. Like, <laughs> so this week, um, they've been laying off 26% of their workforce. Awesome. Um, and, the, and also, they tried to shut down the writer's director's workshop, I would uh, but the DGA that. had something to say about that. It's the Director's <laughs> Guild of America. And they said um, that those workshops were mandated by the collective bargaining agreement. Uh, and it would roll back decades of advancement for women and directors of color. So, like, that's the quote. And yeah. so, uh, fuck you, Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just that's love great. how quick the turnaround is. So, basically, I was scrolling down Twitter. I saw Warner Brothers laying off people and, like, disbanding, you know, uh, these studios. And I was like, bro, that's so shitty. And then, scroll down a little more. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, DJ demanded that, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> it's, it's it's, it like is very funny. Two hours or something. 
another thing that happened this week, uh, the power of the, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, heard about this. Um, but Black Adam's coming out next week, and the reviews have come out. And I have to say, it's about what I was expecting. It sounds like it's entertaining. Yeah. And maybe not great, but it's it sure is good to watch in a theater with popcorn. <laughs> Dude, I love how every time Rock promotes that movie, he uses the same line. The hierarchy of power is about to change. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about there was there's a reviewer on Twitter who got um someone someone found out like they went through all of his reviews for the latest DC movies. Every yeah. single one, he says this is the best thing since The Dark Knight Rises. I don't know if that's a <laughs> like, like has he been doing it on purpose? But um, literally every every single review for a DC project since just literally just believes it. Uh, I, guess. I don't I don't think you could say that for this one. Like you could conceivably think that like I don't know what was it Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad, uh, the Batman. Like those ones are progressively getting better. But yeah. Then, to go down to the, <laughs> the Black Adam after the Batman, no, you've you've showed your cards this time. It doesn't work. Maybe he just copy pastes. Yeah, bro, it's just free cash, man. It's free revenue. Anyways, I don't know. I think I think it'll be fun. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm very hyped for this movie. I, I mean, think you guys are gonna make me watch it, dude. Okay, all, all I'm gonna say is, d- dude, Doctor Fate, man, the the CGI is immaculate. Yeah, and the that's... casting too. Holy honestly, shit, he looks honestly, so I'm good. watching it for Doctor Fate. Yeah, <laughs> I could care less about every other character or anything that's going on. But like Doctor Fate, man, and it's cool because uh, they're they're tying back. Uh, what's fuck? What's her name? Uh, Oli- Olivia Spencer? No, Olivia Spencer. Fuck, Viola Davis's character, Amanda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. She. They're tying her back into it, which is nice. Is it though? Is it nice, Peter? I just feel like it's they're trying to recreate the MCU and do the stupid crossovers. When I don't give a fuck, I don't care. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why can't we have our own corners of the, you know? And it Especially, sounds like, sorry, yeah. Because DC's found so much success recently in, um, like, just yeah. making these standalone projects. And, like, just giving creatives, you know, the power to do whatever they want in their movie. Yeah. And I don't, like, I feel like the, just because of what's been successful, the DC universe is going to be built around Black Adam and the Suicide Squad. <laughs> really? That's how we're doing this? Okay. Like, I mean... That's but they couldn't figure out Superman. No, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Like, what's the future of the Justice League? Dude, it's, you know, gonna be, like, it's gonna be Shazam. Batman's been having troubles. Like, you can't bring... Which Batman do you choose? Yo, apparently, Affleck might of be Batman. three. Like, I, they, apparently, they might be restoring Affleck. I'm crazy, and I feel bad for him because he hated he hated being Batman. <laughs> Can't have the Flash. I mean, like every it's just I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess, and I I don't know how that's gonna go. Dude, um, I heard it's his decision to come back though. Like yeah, they they, they, if, they were if, not gonna have a cameo in Aquaman. So we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see how we'll it goes. See, yeah. We'll see uh, if yeah, but I don't know. There seems to be some uh, devilish figure in black adam there seems to be a real villain um yeah, in like, like how most yeah. how i didn't even know that was his name sabak okay uh isn't that the game they play in solo <laughs> is that 
<laughs> it's something like that, yeah. It's very close. Um, anyways, speaking of devilish figures, uh, we may have had some casting news for the MCU. Oh, dear. Uh, no, we might be getting Mephisto. Oh, oh right, right, right. Mephisto You're talking confirmed. about that. Yeah. Finally. So apparently, now this is spoilers, so plug your ears if you don't want to know, but we might be getting Mephisto in the Ironheart series, played by none other than Sasha Baron Cohen. Really? Fantastic. Is it going to be funny. like a funny Mephisto or like a serious Mephisto, though? I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't think he can do not goofy, but we were just talking about uh, Adam Sandler. You know, he can put on a serious face sometimes. So eh, I'll, I'll see how that goes. And I mean, I think it'll be really fun. I think, I think that's, I think Mephisto can be goofy. I think that's a goofy idea um and it's it fits into the the show is supposed to be like magic versus technology mm-hmm. and the villain is the hood who has like this cloak thing that's magical and he gets it from a demon so hmm. makes sense um but yeah i'm excited for that um a bunch of the uh, marvel movies got pushed back so we got a new slate a little bit um blade is going to be september of 2024 i and yeah, I don't know when these were supposed to be, so you'll just get the new dates for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> sure, okay. Uh, Deadpool is going to be November of 2024. Uh, Fantastic Four is February 2025. And Secret Wars, which for those who have a bad memory like me, that's the second of the two Avengers movies. It's Kang Dynasty first and then Secret Wars. So Secret Wars has been pushed back to May 2026. So that'll be a year after Kang Dynasty in May 2025. So like what they did with Infinity War and yeah. just were apart. Dude, um, is wait, sorry, is Fantastic Four cast? Did I miss that? Do we know no, who's in it? No. Oh, okay. Um, there was a uh, a fake disgusting film tweet that said that Taylor Swift was cast. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, but no, there's been no casting news. Uh, we just have that director Matt Matt Shackman and. Oh, I thought there was something else about that. But I think like most of these movies were ones that were having some issues behind the scenes or mm-hmm. like what we're concerned about. So I think it's good. I'm very happy that they're pushing things back. Yeah. Dude, just I just don't think place. two years might be enough for Blade. Because like Mahershala Ali is such a like a prominent figure. And like they obviously want to do it right. And it's in such limbo state right now. And it's the, you know, like I think Deadpool is in a better shape than Blade right now. Because, like, they know what they're going to do. They yeah, have, like, the yeah. cast, basically. So, um, You're not wrong. I mean, uh, there has been some Blade updates, though. And so I'll, I'll jump into that, though. Um, so apparently Mahershala is still on board. Uh, and he'll have a major part in shaping the new direction of the film. And he can now request uh, rewrites. So I oh, think that's cool. great. I think that's the way you do it. Yeah. Um, you know, follow, like, like, have a creative at the top of it and you know um and uh, for now though uh pre-production has been shut down until a new director can be found and just to give some more development time for the script so i think i think these are all good moves i think maybe maybe we're changing course on the they were they were in pre-production they were out of development yeah because the director was on board and okay yeah it's just it was becoming too much of a mess um some more news from marvel uh this is the marvel corner uh harrison ford oh, yeah. <laughs> actually been casted as thaddeus thunderbolt ross 
um, in Captain America Four, not in a Hulk project. I'm sure. I, I'm surprised, but is wait. So correct me if I'm wrong. That's the same character that already exists in the yeah. MCU, right? But it's, the a, it's a yeah, away. but the actor William Hurt. Away, yeah, so. it was. It's a recast, a la like Rhodey was recast early right. on. That was for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, um, but uh, I. Oh fuck! I was gonna say something, but they're brain fog. Do, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a Harrison Ford Red Hulk? Like, is that where we're going with this? Dude, I can't wait for Harrison Ford during the Marvel press tour. <laughs> I never in a million years thought Dude, he would do an MCU movie. <laughs> that no. and also, who are they gonna pair him with in a press tour? Okay, a couple things. Number one, people are gonna ask him who his favorite Avengers is, and he's oh gonna be like God. Batman, or like you know, like, he's not gonna give a fuck. Um, Dude, you, just, know, you know like these quizzes that uh, the press people make you do it's like oh name all the infinity stones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he won't even like humor them bro. I imagine like, he would what just the be- fuck is an infinity stone <laughs> <laughs> have you watched any of the Marvel movies no <laughs> um, just how much money do you think they're paying him let's get real like that's what this comes oh, down to lot, millions right? so, much. Um, so much so much but yeah, like so if if he's back or no, if he's entering the MCU as in Thunderbolt Ross is back, is he gonna be on the Thunderbolts movie? I mean, it's named yeah, after him, so <laughs> it would be pretty weird if he wasn't involved. I don't know. Anyways, that's that's interesting to be sure. Um some more news. Uh this is more of a rumor, but people have been saying on the interweb that spider-man 4 might tie into daredevil born again like there's a spider-man 4 confirmed like an mcu spider-man 4 aiden were you born yesterday of course it's <laughs> gonna be a spider-man 4 it's not like i don't, I don't know if it's i been, thought, I thought there was like debate between sony i thought sony was trying to do i thought i was pretty sure tom holland was still going to make spider-man movies but i thought like sony was trying to shift it away and make him like within no, their universe, no, no. they Tom might Holland, want to Tom do that. Holland but just said uh, he's taking a break from the character, so no new Spider-Man in the near future. But he's staying on as Spider-Man. It's yeah. There's no way. There's no way they're not doing more Spider-Man. The money maker that is. Yeah. Like he's silly of them well, not to. I'm. Re- I, I re- the way No Way Home ended. I was. I think that's a sick setup for. A, I, a, a yeah. Movie. Yeah. So okay, so you've got Spider-Man who's got no connections, and he's you know back to like ground level kind of thing and then he has to be like an actual street level hero and yeah. fight like daredevil level villains like kingpin that's yeah. fucking amazing that's and he, he, yeah. he had to learn like learn a harsh lesson in like the worst way possible it's sick it's yeah, a great and, like yeah Dude, I would love as to long see... as they don't fumble it again like they fumbled uh fucking Far from home, not far home. Marvel has a unique talent for fumbling things, but we'll we'll but what's see. The, what's the second Spider-Man movie called? Far from far home. from home. Far from home. Yeah, like they fumbled the ending from Far from Home. They sure did. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think Spider-Man versus mobsters will be cool, and like yeah, that's that's sick. a that's a significant part of his like universe and his like yeah. roster of characters. So it's kind of weird that they haven't done that ever yeah. before. Um, and I. I would love to see some like Spider-Man Daredevil team ups because yeah, those, those guys are bros and they're both uh, from New York City. Um, last bit of news: uh, Nova has been in the works for a while now, and uh, 
apparently it might become a special presentation uh, a la Werewolf by Night. What is I don't Nova? know how I feel about that, to be honest. <laughs> no. First, okay, to answer Aiden's question, what is Nova? <laughs> Nova is, I think he's a legacy character, so there's two versions. There's an older version, and then there's the younger one, so I don't know which they'll do, but it's a character who basically has a special helmet that gives him powers, and he's part of the Nova Corps, so they were in oh, Guardians, okay. yeah, yeah. right? But but the, this Nova has powers that are given to him by the helmet. So mm. um, I think his like his kind of like nickname is like the the human rocket. Mm. Or I've heard that before. like he can like fly and fly. Were the Nova Corps were the Nova Corps the gold people or was John C. Riley a Nova Corps guy? It was the star people. Yes, that got destroyed. Oh, not the gold Daniel. people. Sorry. Yes, it was John C. Riley. Okay. Sorry, I got yeah, confused yeah. by what you're saying. Yeah, John C. Riley in the first one. They had the star ships and stuff um yeah i don't i gotta say i'm not happy with nova being a special presentation uh we'll get into our thoughts on special presentations but that mm -hmm. just seems like not enough yeah 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 not appropriate for the 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 material like i don't know i i, I would have given that like movie budget and i think it's perfect for a movie i I wouldn't even give it a series, even though that means more runtime. Um, and then to disgrace it with a special presentation. <laughs> that's rude. Um, yeah. Anyways, so speaking of special presentations, we watched a little thing from, I think it was from last week. So we're, we're a bit behind on the times. But there was a little werewolf by night. Oh, Wow, okay, thanks. Wow. <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> um, so we got to, uh, I think we're going to guess the Metacritic score. We're not sure how this works for TV sure. and presentations, but I don't know. Fuck it, we'll do it. Um, so uh, there's a little website uh, called Metacritic, and it just tabulates uh, critics' scores. So it's not like user-generated like Rotten Tomatoes is. It's um, kind of like not cultivated what's the i don't know that word know, that's man. like one of them, one like of them words very specific um people can curated curated thank you <laughs> it's curated by like you know actual reviewers so um the the gist of it is 16 above is green 80 and above is must see somewhere in the middle like 50s and so is uh, yellow and maybe 40s and below is red or so i don't know um, and so we're going to guess where Werewolf, where Werewolf by Night <laughs> stands uh, in the Metacritic cinematic universe. Um, so who goes first? Aiden always wins, so Aiden goes last. Uh, okay. Peter, you can go first. I think it's a solid 69. Ew! Um, nice, that's a number. Um, I'm Funny gonna guess... number, yes. Funny yeah. sex number. Hmm. I am going to guess 72. Okay, I feel like I'm not winning uh, this week because I'm uh, like, what the fuck? I don't know. I feel like this, <laughs> man. You got to give go, like a really wacky answer. I'm going to go 60, win. man. I thought this was, yeah, I'm going to go Yo, 60. He's going, he's going wacky, bro. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Where this werewolf by night. Holy fuck. Okay, so it does have a Metacritic. And Peter got it right on the money. It Whoa, is let's go! 
<laughs> Good job. I'm, that's crazy. That's impressive. That's impressive. Um, so I'm trying to remember what comes next. I think we're supposed to give our non-spoiler reaction. So yes. yeah. Peter, Peter, you get, as the winner, you get to decide who goes first for the non-spoiler. I'd like to hear from Alex first. I feel like that's how this goes. If Aiden wins, he chooses himself. If Peter wins, he chooses me. If I win, I'll probably choose Peter. Or something. <laughs> um, okay, Werewolf by Night. Loved the vibes, and it's the most visually and are, um, aesthetically most interesting thing Marvel has done in quite some time. That being said, it's way too short for me to care at all. Um, the special presentation format isn't really doing it for me with this first one. Um, I really wanted to get into it more, but I, I just couldn't, I, I didn't like feel for the characters, I guess. Um, so yeah, it was held back by its runtime, but like what it did show, like it was cool. And I liked, um, kind of like the intensity, like it was kind of gory and bloody, um there was some good characters in there and yeah i'm interested to see where this all goes but uh, it was all right it was it was all right that's how i feel um peter who's going next what's your would you recommend it to other people oh right sorry yeah. um would i recommend it i mean if you if you're into Marvel stuff, I would say go check this out to see just like what's going on there and to see something new for once that doesn't suck butt. I mean, Phase 4 has been pretty bad. So, I mean, this yeah. is just by default, like this is top tier Phase 4. <laughs> um, so I'd say, yeah, go check it out. Uh, if you're not into Marvel, I'd say easily skippable and there's nothing really here for you. Um, out of stars, I don't know. I think I might have given it a three out of five or maybe 3.5, but like most of that is vibes alone. I think, I feel like a three is a, is a more accurate score. Um, but yeah. So who's next? I think you get to pick now, right? Or am I still picking? You still pick. Okay. I'll go next. Um, so really similar with, with Alex actually. So I think the movie runtime definitely hurt it. I thought it's going to be a full-on movie. Uh, when when I when I heard it being announced, I thought it's going to be a full-on movie, and I think it's what it should deserves. Uh, the characters and uh, the cast are all very interesting, and there are so many the sort of like hidden stories that they buried in there that I, I love to explore more. But unfortunately, just limited by the runtime, the the story has to go very very quick, and. Um, I think I gave it a two and a half at first, but then I was like, the vibe and the atmosphere, like Alex said, like des deserves to give it a notch higher. But again, like I think I don't know if we're gonna see these characters again in the main MCU. I don't know how they can link back to the main MCU. So this might be like our first and only time seeing these characters, and I think it's just such a shame because um, there are a lot of interesting stories buried in there. And that are just not being explored at all. And honestly, I wouldn't recommend it to like anybody. I think uh, if Marvel took the time to give this movie a little more time and a little more runtime as well, this will be a solid Phase Four film. But unfortunately, it's not. 
I mean, okay, wait. You said you don't know if this will tie into the larger MCU. Has it ever been the case where... I mean, it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah, but this, it's not a movie? <laughs> you tell you think that they're going to make projects that don't tie into the rest oh, of it? Oh, you think so? I'm, okay. I'm saying that just you wait. Um, but we'll get I, into well, it. We've got yeah, I do hope they later. show up again because these characters are interesting. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, so, Aiden, it's your turn. Yeah, um, I think I'm slightly more negative on it than you guys. I Ooh, like more negative. Okay. I I think I one did one star. One star? Question so, mark. <laughs> like I liked uh, I liked some of the cool characters. I liked that they were trying to do something different. I thought there were some fun performances, like the old woman. I've seen that actress before, but the matriarch of the the she's hunters. in Licorice Pizza. I p- I picked her. I placed her real quick. She was the casting lady in Licorice Pizza. Mm. When they try to get um, the girl, the Haim sister, to be an actor. And yeah. she's like, oh, you do karate? Ooh, yeah. you know, that woman. She's great role in that movie, too. I think yeah. she's like a character actor. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked I liked uh, some things about it. I thought the story was pretty predictable, and I wish that they there was more to the story. I think that the this is a, a presentation that I think the runtime wouldn't necessarily be a problem if you just did more with it. You can make mm-hmm. a very layered and complete and like dynamic story with the amount of time presented. And I feel like they didn't. Um, and then as for the aesthetics, like I was kind of let down by them. I felt like we'll get into this. But like there were only a few moments where I was like, oh, this is really cool. This looks really cool. And I'll get into the specifics of why it didn't work for me. But I think that even while I appreciate the effort, like I really I think it I didn't like the way a lot of it was filmed. Um, but yeah, so I would probably not. I'd recommend this to you if you're a big MCU guy. I think you'll probably like this. If I get a kick out of it, you'll probably be like, oh, monster MCU werewolf monster um that's that's exactly what I know you'll people say. just like <laughs> yeah um and for star rating two slash two and a half one of them and how how did you rank um dr strange and thor four for just for benchmarking now thor four fucking sucks and is way worse <laughs> thor four is terrible dr strange in my opinion is better than this multiverse of madness is is Interesting, uh, but I know that I have the hot take of I like that movie, but and the script sucks, but I like that movie. Interesting. Um, okay. Um, so we're gonna. Uh, oh, first we gotta do a synopsis. We got a synopsis this oh, yeah. thing. So I think Aiden, you were the loser because you you guessed too low. You guessed too low. Um, sure so did. what what happens in this fifty minute thing? Sure. So we start off with. A guy, and he's walking into this, and he's walking into this big chamber, and What's there's a werewolf guy. I don't know. Jack. <laughs> it's Jack. Jack, bro. Dude, Jack. Yeah. Jack okay. Yeah. Okay. So Jack Russell guy, he walks into this like big chamber, and there's all these like monster paraphernalia. There are heads mounted on walls of monsters. There are weapons and such, and there are other monster hunters, or at least we presume that Jack is a monster hunter. And there's a little bit of talking about the amount of kills they have. Oh, yeah, we're, we're in, sorry, I forgot, we're in spoilers. 
by the way. This is oh, this, yeah. we've entered the spoiler zone. I forgot. <laughs> spoiler zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sorry, but um, yeah. Uh, and then so eventually, um, old woman walks out, and the reason they've all gathered is because the like patriarch of the hunter organization has died, and he has like this really powerful weapon called the bloodstone. That was what it was called, right? It's okay, also yeah. the last name. It was also the Ulysses, last name. Ulysses Bloodstone. Yes, he has died, and his wife has not died. She's still alive. She wheels out his corpse in a coffin. There's a little kooky fun and dance where they explain uh, like what's going to happen. Basically, there's a monster in this like maze thing, and all of them got to go out uh, and try to kill it, and whoever kills it can get their hands on the Bloodstone, which is affixed to the monster's back. Uh, so they go out and do this, but turns out when we get into the maze thing, Jack is no hunter. He's friends with the monster. The monster is in fact named Ted, if I remember correctly. He's a nice he's old just, guy. He's not just Ted. It's Man Thing, for those who know comics. It's Man oh. Thing, and they and his name, his real name is Ted. He was like a dude before he was Man Thing. So, mm. but yeah, it's Ted, it's Man Thing Ted. Him. But yeah. Um, and then the hunters try to kill each other a little bit, but... Uh, there's also Jack, another character. Yeah, I'm getting to her. Don't worry. Okay, okay sorry. Yep. Uh, there's another... Uh, Jack teams up with um, Elsa uh, in in the maze because she is she's the daughter of the dead guy and the not-dead woman. Um, and she well, she's doesn't... Not, no, that's her stepmother. Oh, it's her stepmom. Yeah, that's why there's, like, animosity. Oh, okay. Well... Anyway, she's the daughter. She was like supposed to, <laughs> she was supposed to have like inherited the bloodstone, but she like dipped for like a lot of years. And so she uh, doesn't just get it. So she had to participate in the thing, but she does not fucking like these people. And so she teams up with Jack to break out Ted and then she'll get the bloodstone. They break out Ted. Ted, how, however, they get captured, they being Elsa and Jack. They're put in a little cage and then Jack turns into a werewolf and he goes he goes wolf on him. He has that dog in him, they might say. Um, There's two he, wolves. <laughs> There's two wolves inside you. One of them is a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> the wolf is a werewolf? Yeah. So there's a guy and a wolf in you, and the guy yeah. is a werewolf. There are two beings in you. Like, one of them is a guy who is a werewolf. The other one's a normal wolf. And is so, a wolf yeah. a were man? So like they're both like yeah, and so they switch yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he breaks out. He kills a bunch of people. Um, Elsa does not get killed, and then Ted comes back and kills a guy, and everyone escapes. Elsa has the bloodstone and like is presumably in charge of the thing at the end. And we have a quirky little fun conversation between Ted and Jack in the end to wrap us. What do you wrap us up? Wrap us up. Yeah. Thank you, Aiden. That is what happens. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about it. Um, we've kind of alluded to this, but the runtime, I, I think I think what you were getting at Aiden earlier was that even though it's short, they could have made more of it. And I think you're right that it's just just like writing choices weren't very strong. Yeah. Um, so it's it's both. But I, I also think that this is just like an awkward amount of time to try and establish three new characters in a corner of the MCU we haven't seen before. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot to get done in such a short amount of time. So that like 
my biggest takeaway was like i don't like the whole thing happens and i'm like okay sure whatever but i never there's no catharsis at the end yeah and i feel like like with this story like they could have you know so like for example if they knew that we would all assume jack isn't a hunter and is not there like the rest of them i think it does know that but it like if it played more on that that we'd all assume that it could have done something more surprising like and just made the plot like more engaging than it was i thought it was super super predictable um i thought it was kind of paced how like a feature film is and in terms of like the amount of information they put in one scene was like the same as a feature film and i think they should have i think they should have made it more dense and i think there should have been a lot to pick out and there wasn't that much to pick out in my opinion yeah (laughs) and i agree the payoff wasn't very satisfying at the end it would it felt very bland it's just like there seems to be something about like family going on like he has this this paint on his face to honor his ancestors sorry yeah. that's jack yeah and there's this whole thing about ulysses and elsa and he's passing down the bloodstone and she doesn't like her family so right. there's very and clearly and jack or sort of like one yes family. They protect that's a good point other. yeah and so like there's clearly this thing about family and they don't really do anything with it like the ending yeah. you just you know she doesn't even participate in the the slaughter of the people as far as i remember she's stuck in the cage for a lot yeah. of it and she kills a I couple of yeah she, okay. she killed the yeah, two she hunters yeah, yeah she killed the two hunters no you're right you're right you're right um but yeah like i just like maybe she should have been family with jack like you know join the team or you know yeah she's like nowhere to be found at the end yeah <laughs> she's just chilling and i mean good for her chilling chilling's yeah. good but i mean yeah i just I wish there was more payoff. And like uh, in my review, I said the last two minutes of uh, Ted and Jack just hanging out in the forest is like the best two minutes of the entire movie. I have to disagree. I didn't, <laughs> that didn't do it for me. That was lovely. That was hilarious. It was lovely. Sushi? Doesn't really fit the rest of the... Like I was there for the the rest of the thing, the rest of the vibe. So let's talk about that. Um, I think black and white was interesting. Yeah, and for sure. Sometimes the composition was cool. I like the shot where like he transforms and it's yes. all like using shadows. And we're I love at that shot. Elsa's terrified face. That was neat. Yeah. I think they that, use like smoke machines. That is know. one of the few, sorry, you go, Peter. No, go for I, it. I, I, have, I have a big spiel to go on. You go. He's got a good, he's got a big. <laughs> okay. So just one thing about the black and white. And I love how they, uh, during the entire movie, the only thing that we see color in is the bloodstone. And at the very yeah, end, cool. bloodstone gave everything its color back. Very, so, it's yeah, very yeah. Schindler's List. Not that they were trying to do that. It's kind of funny, though, that this isn't the first time we've seen black and white in the MCU now, thanks to Thor. Thor ruined it by taking, oh, right, by taking yeah. it first. Yeah. So right. Thor was also kind of like Schindler's List in a way. In a way. Yeah, so I liked the idea to film it black and white, but I wish that they did it to make it feel more like a monster movie of old yeah. of old age. I felt like it was very much just filmed compositionally in terms of editing, in terms of like the lens choice it felt yeah. very much just like um like it was an, a marvel action movie that they just made black and white other than a few moments like his transformation which was great 
that was awesome that was a yeah, that was a sick ass like, moment just like slapping a filter on it exactly I, I that, feel, that i feel like that has to do with your cinematographer and they have to know how they did it back then like it's yeah. it's it's techniques and it's i think even equipment you know like yeah how they there should have been like more shadows i think and should have been more shadows i think they should have used more deep focus there was too much of just mm. like very shallow focus singles like say like singles where it's like or mediums close mediums where it's just like shoulders to head like the typical like just marvel coverage of a thing i think it looked to me like they used anamorphic lenses i think that was a bad choice i think they should have used spherical lenses because uh, I I don't I think like I, I, anamorphic lenses unless I'm wrong did not exist at the point that the, these old monster movies were filmed because I believe tell I I think they were invented when widescreen was invented I think that was the original okay. location of them if I'm not if I'm not mistaken um, but yeah I think that spherical would look better I don't think that distortion in the background really worked I think we want to see more of the set and we want more dramatic lighting harsh shadows in that set we want to see that environment and it needs to feel like this creepy kind of cabinet of dr caligari mm, yeah. set and it and it didn't it didn't give me any of that and i think that i that's what i wanted from it and so i was i was disappointed by the aesthetic do, do you think there was also maybe too much camera movement I'm yeah, just trying I think to think so. of what else like that. I feel like that would be a very modern thing. To be clear, I think you can update the style. I don't think they have to exactly replicate it. Like I think, True, but yeah. they could, especially like with the action scenes. Like the action scenes were just like standard, like modern action scenes. I feel like you can do yeah, something. I, will, I do want to get into that. that after, yeah. Um, uh, but one other thing before that, um, practical versus CGI. So this kind of blends this point and the following point. Um, so there, there is a lot of practical things going on here. And I loved as much as they could, the practical stuff. And then sometimes they have to dip into CGI. And I wasn't quite as fond of that. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, Ted Man-Thing is... He, there's, like, set pictures of him being, like, a prop at some times. Like, being an actual physical yeah. thing. But it's very clear that he was CGI for most of it. Couldn't yeah. we have gotten a dude in a costume, maybe? Yeah, that was so cool um probably would have cost a lot but also like you don't have to film scenes of him running away full body like yeah that's just that's film. when you use filmmaking to your advantage be smarter with how, i wish this movie was smarter with how it was filmed and it's yeah it's not it's the same like it's a the product production line mcu style of filming yeah it's like if you don't have the capabilities to show man thing running don't yeah uh, and they do now because of cgi but you have to be thinking like someone from I, I I can never get it right. Is this horror movies from the fifties, the thirties, or like I, I don't think know it's where. the thirties, if I'm not mistaken. Like okay. that's that's the era. I think it's both. I thought because Frankenstein is thirties, but Universal was making horror monster movies in the fifties for sure. Oh, I think yeah, I think it's both. No, you're it's right. I, think it's both. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which one they're trying to emulate, but yeah. Um, but they did make Werewolf by Night. Uh, practical and i was very happy about that i really liked the way he looked i thought it was cool looks very good and so i like that he looked cool. like a furry little guy he looked like an old monster it was he really looked cool. like a furry little guy yeah yeah um uh my next point uh i i wrote still marvel though so as as much as the vibes try to carry the film it's still marvel and we've definitely talked about this a little bit but like the fight scenes like you mentioned that was the point where i was like okay i've seen enough like yeah. it was very like 
highly choreographed fight scene. Um, think like, I want to say John Wick, but that doesn't sound right. It's, I don't know. Wherever there's like highly choreographed fight scenes yeah. nowadays. But Every movie very, ever. <laughs> very, very Marvel in that yeah. sense. Um, was there anything else you guys found that was like extra Marvel? Okay, I, this is not really just a Marvel thing. I feel like it's a lot of big studio time to fuck these up. Like, I thought it was really fun that the hunters are supposed to find their weapons in the garden and then, like, they're all equipped heading in. And then <clears throat> they find the weapons and then they fight the monster, which is sort of like a battle royale Fortnite type of situation. Like, you drop from somewhere and then you collect your loot. <laughs> And like that Yo, could be we'll fight night is Fortnite. Oh <laughs> no, no, no. I think like that's a really fun sequence that just they just never want to show. Like, um, like I feel like a lot of times the audience look at movies. It's like, hey, that's that can be fun, but then the movie ended up never showing such sequence. So I, this is not just a Marvel issue. It's an issue with a lot of big studio films. I feel like, but it's just like audience anticipation versus what's actually being shown on screen. Sorry, you were focused on the people finding their weapons in. No, it can be fun, man. Because like, because because like, have fifteen you, minutes, Peter. They already wasted most of it. That is true. That is true. That shit. is true. Because because like, wasted them finding weapons. Because I feel like I think... each it's a, it's a chance for you to showcase the character of different hunters, right? Like the like this. It's obviously like they're very distinct from each other from their looks, but we've never really saw them. Uh, how distinct they are from their fighting style or from like how they're different in terms of their character. So, which is a shame, I thought. Sure, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with that point, but, uh, dude, sure. it's just like, sure. why would the, uh, the, the Asian dude pick up like that armed crossbow thing instead of an axe, for example, you know, cause you fucking guess... found it, whatever, move on. Yeah? It's kind of like okay. when you have 50 minutes, you don't got, a lot of extra room for like that sort of thing. No, I it's, don't... A, it's a chance for them to make them distinct, though. That's my. Do point. you think? Do you think yeah. they'll do a, a werewolf by night Fortnite thing? <laughs> I, I should. Black Adams in Fortnite. Black Adams awesome. in Fortnite. Yeah. I love that. It's great. Love um, Fortnite. Uh, what did you guys think about the new characters, Jack Russell and Elsa Bloodstone? I liked them. This was actually who's, something I liked about it. Who's Russell? Jack Russell. It's his two names. Oh, Most okay, okay. Two names. I really yeah. liked the, I really liked the the main actor that did Jack Russell. I I thought I did too. Really, I thought he did a great job. I thought that was a fun. He was like kind of like a silly guy. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting. Um, I liked Elsa too. I actually I liked those characters. Yeah. Yeah, I I have to agree. I think. I was always, like I said, I was always wishing more would happen because I just, I admired the characters so much. So I think that's one of the stronger things about this um, is the character work. I think they're good characters. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, there was another character that showed up. Man-Thing, a.k.a. Ted. Um, Favorite character. Uh, dude, I love... I have when, to say, uh, I don't agree. I, okay, dude. dude I was excited and then I saw him and I was like... This is just Groot. You've just done Groot again, no, except now he can't agree. talk at all. Dude, I love the fact that, okay, first time introduced, he, like, you see his hand, right? And he was like, bro, Jack is fucked. Like, Jack is going to get destroyed. And then, and then, like, this total subversion. It's like, hey, they're actually friends. And then um, he's got this badass power that he, like, melts people by grabbing them, which also yeah. I think is pretty cool. And like, also, like, it, it's just, like, a very... Like, I think this entire movie, like, we go into it thinking, like, oh, these monsters are, like, gone berserk, 
absolute bloodlust that wants to kill everybody. But they're like, especially the scene at the end. That's why one of the reasons why I love the final two minutes so much. It's like they share this very tender moment that like you would share with a friend, and they really introduce. They really like give human. Uh, uh, they really give monsters human emotions and help us to sympathize with the monsters, which I think is very good. I think I have a couple issues with the man thing thing. Um, number one, I. It probably should have been a surprise. I don't. I don't like that. Like Marvel's revealing just it that early? in the trailers. No, it's in oh. the trailers. I'm, oh, like revealing his involvement in the movie. Yeah, Marvel's okay. been doing that a lot this year with the Doctor Strange cameo spoilers. I just don't. I don't know why they're doing it. It just you know, I I'm not a fan of how they how they've been. I managing. agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then like as soon as you meet Man Thing, he's a good guy. Like I I kind of would have preferred to hint at him before maybe like and make him seem like he's a menacing thing i don't know that's just me that's a that's a really small thing but yeah i wasn't surprised by the turn at all like i know i was like yeah i was pretty certain like jack is going in there to rescue him i was like that's what it is that's definitely yeah it's never there's no surprise in the twist really yeah um i think it's just because like Jack is always like like from the start it's clear that he's a nice guy which yeah. I mean is in a save the cat kind of way and it's but... clear he's not a hunter like that's yeah. very obvious and that's what I meant when I said I wish they did more with the fact that like you have to know that that's what we're gonna think like... yeah and and I I've been watching I don't know I think I saw this somewhere that like Marvel has been making a lot of the characters goofy little guys and it's it's kind of annoying like maybe yeah. they should have some different types of characters think about it like this year alone you've got thor who's a goofy little guy dr strange is a goofy little guy oh, i had another one in my mind i forget he did the doctor strange shit oh moon knight moon knight was a really moon knight goofy was a really goofy guy. guy yeah that's true and now you've got werewolf by night who's also like a pretty well maybe not miss so marvel, right? marvel was a goofy yeah. girl yeah like they're all goofy and you can't have someone who's actually just like serious or sad or scary like you know there's no yeah differences they're all, they're all the dude, let's same. be real that's dc's job man <laughs> it doesn't have to be though that's that's a silly thing anyways um anyways the thing ends and they start doing the schindler's no not schindler's um they do <laughs> sorry they do they the, they do um the wizard of oz and they yeah, play and and everything transitions to color and they play somewhere over the rainbow as soon as that started, I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why are we doing yeah. this? I was like, this is so like, heavy handed and yeah. dumb. I hate this. I was like, guys, do you get it? It's like that movie. Guys, have you seen it? Wizard of Oz. Do you guys get it? Guys, guys I like honestly I honestly don't know why. Why did yeah. they why did they do it at all? Why couldn't it have just ended? Why did we tack this on at the end? I guess we have to know that Man Thing and the other guy are okay, but like do we need to see Man Thing in full color? Dude, like is that, that was is that the reason? That I feel like that's a reason. my favorite bit. Don't shit on that. I'm my shitting on two it. Minutes it's done. The, movie. the shit is on it. It's it's over. <laughs> oh shit. Um, okay. Oh shit. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm just not a fan. I'm I'm a I'm a man thing hater. No, I'm kidding. I Dude, I but, want but it. Like, okay, I he really does can. look a lot worse with color though. Like black and white, he looks awesome. I agree. I think yeah. he looked better. And and I don't like the CGI. I would have preferred a practical for that guy. I think a practical would have been so easy because he's like a yeah. big lumbering character who can't move very quickly. The CGI yeah. is good for characters who have to move quickly, like the Hulk, for example. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Anyway, I, I do have a question for you though, Alex. So yes, you see, like this this special feature, like mm-hmm. the design of the monsters is a very like specific and like special design for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's unlike the ultra realism that we see in uh, the typical Marvel movies, where like Iron Man armor seemed like practical almost, like you know, like everything seemed integrated to the real world. How are you supposed to blend these characters with the main MCU cast? when you you think they're gonna get introduced to the mcu at some point so oh i saw i saw one thing on twitter that was like jack russell should just always be in black and white with no explanation <laughs> so, so like some character probably she hulk would be like is this dude in black and white and yeah. everyone else would be like i don't know what you're talking about um no i i've never understood the problem with that i can see because they would just I, look very very different like two distinct visual styles that won't match in my opinion People thought the same about Thor and, you know, like they, they struggled with that and like trying to, trying to design a Thor that would match and they pulled it off. So I, I think Marvel will pull through on that one and I think they'll figure it out. Um, I just hope that they keep up with the practicals and they don't resort to CGI. Cause I did hear that. I don't know if this is true, but the main actor of werewolf by night, I wish I knew his name. Give me a sec. Um, Gail, Gail Garcia Bernal. So Gail, I heard that Gail didn't like the practicals, like it was like itchy or like was oh, uncomfortable. Right. So I hope that they figure something out so that he can keep doing the practicals. Yeah. Cause that's been a problem before too. Like I think Thor didn't like his eye patch, and so then they just got rid of it yeah. really <laughs> Um stuff like that where it's you know I'll obviously look out for your actors, but yeah. Um that's my kind of rambling non answer. At the same time it's like I don't know how bad is it. Like, if it's really bad, then like look out for your actors. But if it's like, I don't know, you're just kind of uncomfortable. Suck it up, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, like they are <laughs> actors, right? They get paid doing that, so uh, I don't know. I don't know how that doesn't that doesn't mean you can just like get away with anything. But like, like think about Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Wasn't Dude, he like complaining just... about like how torturous it was becoming the yeah. Grinch every time? Well, I mean, like and that. also fucking Leo That's DiCaprio in uh, in the Revenant. The guy actually, like, I'm pretty sure, like, some of, like, the injuries he got was real, right? Okay, but he, like, that's knew. That's a, that's a special project. You know what I mean? Also, like, Leo is a different caliber of actor yeah. where he'll put himself through. Like, he was vegan or something, and he ate the bison liver, which is yeah. interesting. But, that's crazy. Um, he, he killed a real bear. He fought him with his bare hands. Shit, no, that's real bear hands. That's great. Um, anyways, let's move on. Uh, the future of the monster side of the MCU. Um, so Peter, you were asking, where does this go? Is this separate? No, it's not separate. This will be a whole thing. So Dude. we'll get, I mean, we know we're getting played. Like, that's yeah. that's the same side of the universe. Dude, I have um, such a good idea. This is the What's perfect opportunity to tie it in with Dr. Michael Morbius. Oh no, my god! No, no. <laughs> I want the opening sequence of Blade to be killing Michael Morbius. <laughs> it's so Morbin time. He goes, it's Morbin time, Blade kills him really quickly. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic. Um, but no, I think like Ghost Rider will fit right in here nicely. Mm-hmm. Mephisto, uh, The Hood. I think, yeah, there's this group in the comics i i think it's real i know there was supposed to be a a midnight suns comic book that didn't actually happen and most people look at that art and say this is the midnight suns and it's like well the team didn't really happen 
But there is a team called, as I said, the Midnight Suns. And they're just like the dark, mystical side of the MCU and like kind of monsters. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel, like cool. they'll work, I feel like they'll work their way up to Midnight Suns. So like I said, it was Ghost Rider. I think Moon Knight can be involved in there because he's mystical. Yeah. Moon guy. Um, Werewolf by Night. Blade. I don't know who else. Blade, yes. Um, you know what? I can look this up right now. Um, Elsa Bloodstone would be on that team. Oh, yeah. Midnight Suns. And it used to be Suns like Sons and Daughters, but now they're changing it to Suns as in like the sun oh. in the sky, which I think That's is a good idea. Anyway, yeah. It, it's cool and it's uh, more inclusive and cool. Inclusive. This, okay, this one cover has Wolverine on the team, which is not a <laughs> match. Um, and then there's also that game that's... Oh, okay, I found the cover. Punisher's on the team, which is wrong. That's incorrect. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's not a mystical character. Doctor Strange is on the team. Throw oh, yeah. Wong on there, don't you? Oh, yeah. Um, Wongers. Is fucking, I'm looking... Okay, I'm on the internet right now. Is that fucking Michael Morbius in this picture? Wait, <laughs> yes! I swear to God. I wonder if I can send this in the chat. I've never tried sending a picture in the chat. Oh, fuck. Okay. You'll just have to believe me, but <laughs> I, it looks like Michael Morbius. Um, wait, I'll, I know how I can send it. I'll send it in our other group chat. You'll have to bear with me for a bit, though. Um, in the like meantime, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> in the meantime, um, I, I, I want to hear what you guys think about this. I don't really want the monster side to cross over so much with everybody else like i kind of think it would be nice if it was just its own corner little corner yeah yeah like yeah like are we gonna have to see werewolf by night in kang dynasty like i think that would be kind of fucking stupid yeah yeah i would not like that at all I i would want it to be mostly separate with like maybe some characters that are kind of on like the fringe between the two sides like maybe they can have one foot yeah. in one and one foot in the other but like yeah. I, don't, I don't want him to be an avenger i think that would be really dumb. yeah i agree anyways do you, you saw the uh the picture saw, that looked like it looks like dr michael, michael morbius, to michael me. morbius. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know i so i'm i'm excited i i like this idea of like the dark mystical and dc has been trying to do that too with justice league dark they're always copying each other those silly yeah. Billies. um but yeah i think that'd be really sick and if they did just give them a Midnight Suns movie and like let them be their own thing. Um, uh, last thing for Werewolf by Night discussion: Are special presentations the future of the MCU? Um, I've heard some people not. say no. that like this is a new thing they can do, and I agree, it's a new thing they can do. But, it is. That's true. Um, and you, I don't know if you've heard, but like there were so many series that were in development, like they Was just kept pumping not canceled but they were just like oh there's going to be a nomad series there's going to be like an okoye series and there's going to be a wakanda series there's going to be a a Xialing, uh ten rings series there's going to be yeah. right they're just handing out um series like it's nothing and dude it's netflix all over again <laughs> there's no way they could do it so some of them are 100 percent going to be changed into yeah. special presentations okay it's yeah. been like hard confirmed but it's like for sure some of those ones that maybe wouldn't have warranted an entire here's, series. Here's my take. I think these series, the, the special presentation format will work for existing characters only. Characters where you're, flashed, you're fleshed out, 
They're, they're already... flashing us. Shut oh. up. Shut up. Ari. <laughs> That's a special presentation. <laughs> Characters where they flashed out their origin story. So we know sort of like their cornerstone and how they function as a character. And we get a glimpse of a certain period or a special short story in their life. I so agree with that. It's almost like, um, that, it's almost like uh, what they did with Rogue One, but it's like like smaller yeah. Star Wars stories where where they get made into anthology short movies, which oh, never happened. But uh, I think Marvel can do something similar where it's like, for example, um, how, I don't know, trying to think of a character, trying to think of a character. Maybe like how Doctor Strange resolved this like, like it's like a Doctor Who episode almost. Like you yeah. put into the scenario with characters you know, and then the character solves a problem, end of the story, you know? Yeah. I think it's also like a space where you can play with the format. So like here we get to do the monster thing and that's fantastic. It's really interesting. Um, I think I heard somewhere that they might eventually down the line do, I think he's, oh fuck, what's his name? Is it, It's either the rawhide kid or Billy or something. There's like a Marvel cowboy and I oh, don't cool. know what it is. That'd be interesting. Um, oh, kid Colt, rawhide kid, kid Colt, two, two gun kid. I don't know. One of those characters. That'd be cool. Or do like, I think there's like Phantom Rider is one. And I don't know. So that could be cool. Maybe like the Ghost Riders could do a thing. Like with the, I think there's, is her name Kushala? The, there's like um, an indigenous Ghost Rider that they introduced recently. I do not know. I'm going to find out what the name is. Yeah, it's Kushala. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think the Agatha thing. I heard someone say that like that's going to be kind of like this tone, which is an interesting yeah. idea. Agatha from WandaVision, like Coven of Harkness. I thought that would have been a great opportunity to do. Um, this is a bit of a sidebar, but that would have been fun to do like a what we do in the shadows kind of thing. Because like it's comedy. She's a comedy. Yeah. She's a comedian. <laughs> this is hilarious. So if, if someone reads your Twitter feed, they basically know what you're going to talk about in the episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but no one's reading no there's a twitter feed (laughs) (laughs) that's it's kind of the idea um go check us out on twitter by the way it's predator wait let me check it's predator versus movies pod nope predator v movies on twitter because there's a limit for that anyways uh i think that's about it for werewolf by night did you have any other thoughts no i've said said my piece i think just one thing about the special presentation thing i think like 50 minutes is such an awkward time because it's like slightly longer than an episode of a TV show, but it's like, like way not shorter even than... like it's the it's length brief... of a it is like Netflix Daredevil TV show. Yeah, well, basically. is it so... is it 50 minutes with credits? Yeah, it's 55 minutes with credits. It was 54. Minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I was supposed to say if they just make it like 10 minutes shorter, that is a standard hour long cable television episode it, it fits nicely into the short yeah. film format people have been making 50 yeah. minute short films like for a long time like it's it's a little awkward but people yeah. do it all the time so yeah i think also i remembered what i was i forgot something but it could also be interesting to do like those kind of like one shot comics where it's like marvel versus or yeah. like those those titles that are like two characters do a team up marvel team ups Right, characters that wouldn't normally cross over, or like their crossovers that wouldn't get a movie. I think that could be a lot of fun. So that you see yeah. character interactions with people you know, but 
Um, and so, like, it just creates a little more character history for when the big team-ups happen. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. it's not quite so much, like, no one knows each other. And It's, like, it's like some extra lore that's, like, nice to have if, you, if yeah, you're into yeah. it, you know? Uh, so yeah that's that's my thoughts on them anyways uh so uh, we watched another another little thing i think we did good time wise so far but yes. now we got to get into the next thing <laughs> we watched um, we watched exactly. some she hulk um i think peter and i watched the whole thing and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be real we're gonna be real we're gonna be real with you uh like watched the whole thing he wasn't gonna watch it and we made him watch it so he had to catch up pretty quickly so uh, do you want to tell us which ones you watched so i watched four five six i saw the some of the episode with i saw the finale but then i did circle back and see the pilot too so i saw the pilot last interesting but i did see it okay pilot four five six finale and and a little bit of bits of eight bits of eight Okay, so just missing what two, three, seven, I think. Yeah, and those like more or less were the worst episodes. So I think I think we chose a pretty good selection of the ones that not necessarily were most important to the plot, but were the most interesting. Uh, yeah. So we got to do Metacritic score again, um, again, again, because I re-recorded this bit. Um, and <gasps> we're You're breaking what... the immersion, bro! What the oh hell? no! <laughs> No, so we're, uh, we're going to do this again, and hopefully it will not have been tampered with by internet trolls. Um, so, uh, oh, how do we do this? Who won? Peter won, so you can go first. This is tough. This is for the entire season, right? Yeah, and it does do TV shows, so okay. I don't. I've never. I don't usually look at it for TV, okay. so I don't know how it'll go. But sixty-eight. Interesting. Um, sixty-five. Ooh, really? I'm gonna go fifty-seven. Oh, I'm, whoa! Wait, what did you you said sixty-eight, Peter? I said sixty-eight. Alex said fifty sixty-five. Okay, I'm gonna go sixty-nine. Sixty-eight, sixty-five, sixty-nine. Yeah, we're really edging it. <laughs> Don't say that. Ooh. Oh, damn it, Peter won again. Fuck. We were close, though. Um, I think. Wait, what, Peter, what was your guess again? 68. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, we were close. It was 67. So wow. One, we were one really off. edging it. And I was, I was just two off, so I'm saying we're edging God, it. Uh, <laughs> um, that's, I, that's exactly what I was expecting. In the 60s, because like 60s is just like where Free Guy lands, and that's all, and Deadpool, so like that's always my baseline. Mm. It's like that. 60s movies like it's like free guy free guy <laughs> deserves better this, though free guy was great no it does not i haven't seen it and i know it belongs in the 60s <laughs> um so as the winner peter again you get to decide who goes first for non-spoiler reactions you know what we'll uh we'll break the norm on this one you're gonna break the norm yeah, <gasps> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna let gonna go norm, first everybody. okay Dude, I never go first. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> We're really breaking the norm here. But um, yeah, um, okay. So my general reaction, I didn't see the whole show, and I also watched it out of order. The first one I saw was first one I saw was a bit of eight, and then I watched four, five, six, nine, and then one. So a little bit of a jumbled viewing of it. But um, I liked it. Like I thought it was like a fun enough show. I thought there were some legitimately very funny moments. 
I did feel like I feel like it was very millennial and that's okay. Mm. Like millennials need content too. <laughs> but, but like that being said, because of that, like there was a certain divide where I was like, yeah, no, this isn't like some of this isn't for me. Like I just it's just not my taste, some of it. Um, but I didn't think it was bad. And I'll get into some of the specific things that I was like, I don't like this, but like will I don't think they were problems. They were very clearly like choices that were made and someone will like that. And I think that's great. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I thought Tatiana Maslany was really, really good. She's from not only Canadian, she's from the prairies. So awesome. Ooh, good to see it. Love to see it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fun. I don't know. I, I don't have like a, a, a crazy strong opinion about it um i would rank it probably a good three stars three and a half maybe one of those two um and i probably would recommend this unless if you funny enough if you're like a diehard mcu guy and you're like guzzling the off the teat of, of kevin foggy himself by that i mean like by that i mean if you like love every mcu thing and you defend it all the time i don't think you're gonna like this to be honest i think you're this is funny, gonna yeah. be not what you want from a series because you're an idiot um if you like all <laughs> if you like all of the mcu stuff that much um, not that this show is like incredible, just that like it is it literally like is self-referential and makes a point to not be what a lot of other MCU projects are. Um, so I would probably recommend this to someone who's more of a casual MCU fan. Um, or even like you honestly, it's not like super MCU lore heavy either, I don't think. So I honestly think like if you like just like a fun comedy. Yeah, I think you might like this. My parents liked it a lot. So, yep. You guys know my parents, but they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Um, Peter, who's next? I'll go next. Okay. So, I liked it. I thought it was, it was it was a fun little thing. If you take, I think, exactly like what Aiden said. If you take the show too seriously, you're not going to have a good time whatsoever. Because uh, it's like... It's a know, comedy series, so it's that, <laughs> and also like you know, there's sort of like a goofy level that we see in the MCU movies, and this takes it up a notch even higher, basically. So like Wong is like this really fun character in movies. He's like you know cracking jokes, being sarcastic, but like in this one, he's just like a even even uh, funnier, even more goofy. He's kind of stupid. Let's be real. He's kind of stupid. In show. That may or may not have just like completely ignored the U.S. justice system, but we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, I I think like you see a side of the MCU characters that you don't really get to see. You don't really have the opportunity to see in other shows or movies because like this show is supposed to be this sort of like breaking the fourth wall. Uh, we see we're, we're seeing like fun sides of characters type of show and um, like many characters I, I think got the opportunity to be a little goofier than usual which I think is fine um, and the ending was a little controversial to me but um, overall I think it's a solid three and a half 
three and a half, three star out of five. Yeah, I just love that you said the ending was controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Not like it was controversial, it was controversial (laughs) to you. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, um, would you recommend this? I say yes. Uh, Honestly, like, looking back at all the MCU shows that came out, I think uh, Alex and I, we had a little discussion before this. I think this one is one of the few that actually has an identity and stuck to the identity all the way through, which I, I really appreciate. Because, yeah. like, if we look at shows like Miss Marvel, for example, like, it opened as this sort of, like, fantastic, like, we get to see a little bit of a high school life, a little bit of, like, herself discovering uh, her powers and, like, becoming a superhero. But then, like, the show sort of, like, turned 180 and, like, changed to a different show halfway through. Yeah. Um, yeah. which like made it less enjoyable in my opinion but like this show really stuck to this sort of like comedy uh she's supposed to be someone who's cracking jokes breaking the fourth wall at all times so like i really appreciate the consistency so yeah, yeah. um i think i think we're all in agreement then because like these reviews are basically what i feel i think it was i think it was fun um i think there were some moments where i was like really laughing so that's out of a comedy series like that's what i'm looking for um i don't think it's like perfect by any means it's it's kind of a lot of the comedy is maybe for a different generation like what you're saying aiden um and it's just like the tone in general like a lawyer sitcom kind of comedy is like it's not for everyone you know i like if i just try to think of like some of the comedy comedy series that i like um i really liked uh fleabag and i guess seinfeld is kind of like sitcom so i don't know like it um but yeah i liked i liked uh seeing a new side of the mcu and we'll, we'll get into it i think there's some really great characters and the cast is like phenomenal yeah and i don't hear enough of that i think um yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was enjoyable. It was a good time, and I I'm glad that I watched it. I I know that a lot of people have not been watching it, and so I would say, if kind of like what Aiden was saying, if you can like relax and have a good time, I think this is a series that you can enjoy. I think the people who go into an MCU ev- like every MCU project and expect an MCU project, and they're looking for like specific things, those people probably aren't gonna like it. And they're probably also not going to love seeing themselves represented in the show in a particular <laughs> light, um, which I th- which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. So it takes it definitely takes someone who knows how to like have fun and not be so like hardcore about Marvel and like who can like let loose about things because it is a lot of the humor is making fun of itself and making fun of the MCU as a whole. So uh, I think it takes a particular person to like this, but um, I don't know. I think yeah, I think. I think it was good. It was a good show. Um, and we'll get into like ranking them later. But so I don't know. I might give it like a 3.5 out of higher, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. So uh, we need a brief synopsis. So I'll take this one because I think Aiden and I were the same distance away. So like it doesn't matter. Um, so. Oh god, I have to summarize it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's like nine episodes. I'll probably like just like Yeah. Just clip so She Hulk. She's like uh so She Hulk's like uh, a lawyer and she's a Hulk also. 
No, no, I ain't doing it. Be, I'm a lawyer. I'm a Hulk. Uh, what's the deal with that? Huh? <laughs> she's she's a Hulk lawyer, and uh, she lives in L.A. And she gets a job uh, representing. It's a superhero law division, and so she specifically represents people in superhero based cases. And so that's where most of the humor comes from. Is like these wacky, these wacky, silly cases. Um, the kind of like overarching thing is like there's like these bad guys. Oh, we're in spoilers, by the way. This is spoiler starting. Now. Be a spoiler. Um, there's like these this underground group of trolls called Intelligentsia, and they try to steal her blood, and that's kind of like where the whole thing is going. Um, and uh, She Hulk just has to learn to love both of herself, like her separate identity. Like she has to learn to love She Hulk and Jen, um, and yeah, Intelligentsia steals her blood, and then there's a whole thing at the end, which is very silly, but we'll get into that. Um, is that good enough for synopsis to cover the I think basic... that's good enough. We can talk, we're going episode by episode, we can talk yeah. about the major things as we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Um, but first, we're going to start off with some general notes, um, and we're going we're gonna to work with the positives first. And then maybe we'll talk about where the series could have improved. Uh, two stars and a wish kind of thing sure. uh, for those who used to do that. Um, uh, first, let's talk about the comedy. Um, what were like, did you have any moments maybe that you thought were particularly funny? I thought okay. like, I thought okay. like when Madison with two ends and oh one wide, God. but not where you think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the first time she said that I like laughed a bit and then when it came back I was like oh that's really funny <laughs> the second time um, that was really really funny when the immortal man jumps out the window <laughs> 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 and that was really funny too um, Captain oh, America dude, the parts of like jokes rivet so and rip it where it was like the, like that catchphrase I thought was so funny like really? the, I, I thought the ribbit guy was hilarious I We'll get to it, but I, I have different <laughs> thoughts on on. Frog I Man. like I like the frog guy. The, like I just think the phrase "ribbit and rip it" is really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked like the character Nikki. I think yeah. most of what she says is funny. Like the the thirst trap. I sent him a thirst trap. It was me with a bunch of books. <laughs> just the way this thing is so funny. Um, uh, what else, Peter? Did you have any? Dude, okay, I think the funniest thing out of the entire show, that one that actually I burst out laughing, is the it's a final episode. It's like us Hulk, we smash buildings, sometimes Matt yeah. Murdoch's awesome, bro. <laughs> she smashes, yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, so, and also, um, you know how like they advertise it as like, you, <laughs> it's like the first MCU sex scene or something, or like a character actually fucked or some shit. I don't sure, know, did they, did they yeah. advertise it like that? But, like if you think about it, two people fucked this season. There the were Hulk three, three, there were three sex scenes. Or well, Whoa. it's it's all very like off screen things. I know. Actually, let's talk about this. I don't have this as a point, but like, is this the first time since like Iron Man where a character has had sex in the MCU? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, wasn't there like a sex scene in the Eternals or something? I didn't see the movie, so I don't know. No. Oh yes. No, he's right. He's right. It's with Gemma Chan and Icarus. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Because yes, people have been that. saying for a long time that Marvel is often hot but sexless in a way. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Oh, no, it's it's hot but not horny. 
So <laughs> Yolk is, I would even say Eternals is a little, is a little bit like not, it's kind of weird in a way. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think She-Hulk is like a nice change of pace in that sense. Yeah. She-Hulk, oh, and also Yolk. speaking of uh, funny scenes, <laughs> Mad Murdoch's walk of shame. <laughs> dude, 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 you're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting ahead of yourself, oh episode by episode. That was hilarious. I, oh, sorry. I guess that's yeah, that's comedy. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Um, that was a good moment. Um, uh, let's talk about. I liked, and we we kind of mentioned this in the reviews, but I really like seeing the MCU kind of like on a daily basis or like yeah. for regular people, and this is like one of the first times where it feels like a shared universe, for like the casual goer you know or yeah civilian kind of thing so like you know mixing the regular mundane court cases with the fantastical so like elves and um mutants and i don't know i thought that was really neat and i i appreciated yeah. seeing that and that something that's we don't see ever yeah i i like that too i don't okay. much to say about it i like it too <laughs> yeah uh let's talk about characters characters favorite characters i like i kind of mentioned i really liked nikki i thought nikki was a fantastic character yeah um i liked pug, I, um, yeah i was gonna say pug the, i was i forgot his name i was like the guy that talked funny like that i was like that was pretty funny he talks so weird <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, like, like i'm trying to think what is he uh, i need some pug lines right now but yeah, I also I I liked um I liked Jen. I thought Jen was a good character. I thought um uh I liked Wong. I, I liked the characters a lot. Yeah. Um, I thought I like every time Madison with two ends and one Y, but not what you think it would be. Um, showed up. I thought she was funny. Okay, I found a good quote. Sorry, I want to uh, I want to do something for about pug. So this is a pug quote. I want to see you guys try and do a a pug impression. <laughs> wait which episode was this this is like episode two. Oh, i guess aiden you might have missed this one i did um, miss this episode two so it's early on but he goes oh when like jane just, first came to the office right? yeah so he's yeah. part of the superhero law division and he gives jen a welcome basket and in the welcome basket is a map and he and he says and and the map to the best bathroom for pooping and he does <laughs> like, like that. Dude, his pauses are immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> his pauses are the weirdest places. But he also talks like this. He's got a weird <laughs> way of talking. A nation. <laughs> I can't place it. It's like he's falling asleep all the time, but he's from New York. <laughs> he sounds very confused all the time. And he's thinking about his words he's got a guy the drip broker <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think he's a great character though and yeah and, and the way he talks that being funny is like part of the show like that's just cool yeah. um and you, you mentioned jen i think tatiana as jen is fantastic yeah she's great Real funny very charming too mm-hmm. like, i think she's got a good quality um i can't say the same about she hulk there's just something that's lost in yeah. in the Hulk form that just does not. It there's something missing. Like they haven't cracked cracked it quite yet. Where like the motion capper capture capper <laughs> the motion capper yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Some of the charm is definitely lost in the She-Hulk one. And I, I mean, people have been noticing this from the beginning. Like, the CGI isn't perfect. Yeah, and there's some moments where it's really, really rough. And that, yeah. that was something that was constantly taking me out of uh, the show. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I like just give more time. Like, just give more time yeah. for these projects. Like, yeah. And, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but, like, one of my... I, I have, like, an overall downside about one of the creative decisions. Should I just go into that now? Um, it's, like, sure, it's yeah. like one of the ways that they do jokes. So, like... They keep making these jokes, like these self-referential jokes, where it's like, this is an awkward time to deviate from the main plot of the season, isn't it? But hey, we're going to do it anyway. Or, yeah. the, or the jokes where it's like, um, uh, like oh, the CG, the CG department moved on to something else, and then it plays the Wakanda thing. I hate that shit. I hate when shows do that shit. It's like, just because you pointed out a problem with your show doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's solved yeah doesn't mean it's solved and it doesn't mean you're in on it like you can't just like mm. like just if you oh so you recognize the problem make it better don't do that it's like, called lampshading that's I, what they're doing i hate it. it it's like the idea is like lampshading is like when you're at a party and the cops show up and then you put a lampshade over your head and pretend <laughs> to be a lamp it's like yeah. oh my god you think you're in on it but like i, I could still see you right like, yeah yeah, it's um, it's like no, you like you're mean. just it it just it strikes me as lazy. I don't like it. I think it sucks. <laughs> I don't have anything clever to say about it, but I just think it's like if you know there's a problem with your script, fix the problem. Don't like don't just be like, well, whatever. And like also, if you want to make a decision like deviating from the main plot line of the season in an episode, do it and be confident doing it. Like I hate this like dipping your toes in uh well we know that we're straying away from it but it's gonna be fun just do it just do it okay. if you want to do have, that just do it i have differing thoughts so with the the cg thing i think that was just a matter of like like if they maybe they did reshoots maybe i i have no idea if they did yeah. but like i i didn't hate that so much it's kind of funny um but for the you're talking about the wedding episode where you're like oh it's inconvenient that we're doing the wedding episode I thought that was fine. I mean, she's a she's a, a fourth wall breaking character, so she's got to talk about something. And I I like that they know that the fans are going to be like, come on, where's the Daredevil episode? Because yeah, Daredevil's in the show, and you know they know that fans are going to be super impatient about it. And I kind of like that they're like toying with those guys who cannot wait for Dare. Like they're only watching for Daredevil. Yeah, it's see, like, that's not what the I, show is. So calm. I don't. I don't mind that but when it's like when they're recognizing like what could be construed as like a potential problem and then they're like trying to cover their bases it's like either believe in the decision you're making and don't like try to try to cushion the blow yeah or just or just fix it if it's if it's bad Yeah, yeah I agree I agree I think like when it's commenting on the actual plot of the show, it's fine. It's like, yeah. oh, I know you guys are excited to see Wong. Oh, you yeah. Guys are, or like, I like or that, like, yeah. Um, uh, and like, or like stuff at the end is like, ah, we're, we're out of CGI budget. So can you just like transform out of this, like out of the shot so we can save money? Like that's <laughs> I all laughed. fine. I that yeah, was that, fine. That's that, fine. that's that fine. That was fine. That was yeah. fine. But okay. the, but like, the, but like, the, yeah. 
you think like you know able to just like commenting on oh yeah like i know we have issues but like hey we're talking about it so it's fine it does not make it fine i agree like if when it comes to these things i think instead of addressing it in a way that's you know using these problems as sort of a comedic opportunity they should just outright fix them so it's a better show overall yeah and i mean yeah she hulk's not a perfect show there's some there were some instances where just like the filmmaking i was like why why did you do that and sometimes it's like editing and i think uh, yeah i think some of some of the worst things are just editing and what they choose to do so there's one shot Aiden, you definitely didn't see this one. I think it's in episode two where it's like Jen's at the bar and she's just been hired for the job after looking for a new job after she was fired for being yeah. she Now she's been hired for being She-Hulk. Uh-huh. And so she's at the lawyer bar, which is funny. That's a funny thing. And she's been hired. The guy walks away and she turns to the bartender and she says, Jen Walters is back, baby but we don't see her face. Like she's turned to the bar and we're in the wide shot and you're just looking at the bartender. <laughs> Look at her. And he goes, he just shakes his head like this. And you do. And she's, and I think also her head moves in a different way. Like it doesn't fit what she's saying. So it's clearly ADR. That's yeah. what you're getting at. It's very clearly ADR. So you don't show her face because it's not what she's saying, but like, it's so sloppy. Like it, look, it looks terrible. What is the, what is ADR? Uh, additional dialogue replacement or something thank like you that. Aiden it's when you re-record lines in post and you just put them over a scene so that the lines oh where are... we don't see her mouth move so like yeah. we don't need to worry about the lips yeah okay. it's it's a quote unquote clever fix but it never uh-huh. looks very good okay um, and there's a couple times they do this uh, they do that in the show it's to avoid reshoots right you don't want to have to reshoot it's much easier to do ADR yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was one. It was a worst moment uh, where I noticed yeah. it. There were there. Oh, I, I'm trying to remember what it was, but there was one moment where I didn't understand what happened until after the fact, and it was because of the way they filmed it. It was, was towards it? the end, and I don't remember what it was. But it. Oh, I, I was thinking there's there's one that's in episode five, like when they're going to the store, Titania's store. There's like a weird moment before they enter something's weird about that and there's also a one that's well okay it was kind of built to be like this but there's that shot in episode seven peter where it's she hulk and abomination walking around on the grounds and it's a wide shot and zooming out and like i didn't like that shot very much um anyways let's oh let's talk about okay let's... dude i think i think there's nowhere we're going episode by episode i think it's just like I think we will. I, I, think, I think we, we can do it fast. I think we can do it. You think so? Okay. Um, I want to talk about what does woke mean. So mm. a lot of people complain about what woke means, and I want. I think we should address it. Um, I think for the most part, woke is just like a reaction of people against having female heroes. Like it's just misogyny, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like people people are like, oh, why are all the heroes female now? And it's like, okay, well, if you look at Avengers. It's a team of, it's it's a team of six, five of whom are dudes, all of whom are white. Yeah. And so like, it's just catching up with what our society actually looks like. And I think people need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. It's like that shit. I saw a tweet that was just like, 
me the moment I was born and I see that my the person who birthed me is a woman. Oh, the world's just gone woke now. <laughs> it's just yeah, like it's that. Just... Like woke is when there is a person of color or a woman in a show. Yeah, uh, and it's just like, like like I had a moment where I was talking to a friend about this and he mentioned that and I was like I don't know that you actually know what you're talking about and I clarified and he was like oh yeah I, I didn't mean that because you hear these words and if you're not like if you don't understand what's going on I think it's easy to be like yeah it does seem like that doesn't it yeah. but I think let's just be clear like it's just people who are upset that they're I think it's I think it's like attachment issues really it's people who are upset that their favorite characters are gone for one reason or another you know like Tony Stark dies Cap gets old and they they're going to be replaced and they don't like that they're being replaced and they're kind of like attacking it for a different reason. Maybe. I don't know. I, th I think it's also like, like, yeah, it, I, I think it's more like it's like, you know, and the shows tries like pokes fun at the culture itself with like the Reddit slash 4chan intelligentsia. I think, I think it's so, great that it does that. And I think it does. A, I think it does a pretty good job of it. Like, I think like, yeah, I, I, I it the show is to be fair trying to make points about misogyny Absolutely. in specifically represented in media but it's never like like one of the big problems people had was just like oh like jen uh fucking shows up hulk or whatever in the beginning and i was like yeah i mean like it's a little weird that she like is able to stand ground with him but it's like i also don't fucking care <laughs> to be honest with you like no i rewatched that episode and i don't think that's what happened i think what happens is the hulk is knows how to control his powers and she hulk just took off the training wheels and so she's going like full strength yeah. and he's operating at like 70 or 50 like okay think about like yeah. you got like your mentor and he's trying to show a child how to use the, not, not that Jen is a child, but like she doesn't know how her powers work, right? right? So he's like, "This is how you do it," and he does it at like fifty percent. Like you might, like if you're training a child, right? You're not going full speed and going, "Hey, catch up," yeah. <laughs> right? Like you, you operate at a lower level, and so then Jen is like, "Oh, that's so easy," because she's arrogant, and right. so she, you know, does it as hard as she can. And then with the boulder toss, for example, right? And then Hulk is like, he gets a little mad because he's like okay, well, I can, like, you're showing off. Well, guess what? And he picks up a huge boulder and he throws it further than Jen could, right? So yeah. he is, it's not, right. it's not that Jen is more powerful, you know? So I think people yeah. were misreading certain scenes. Yeah. Also, oh, there was a, that scene where she's doing the yoga thing and she's, like, doing yeah. crazy yoga things, that was a moment where I was like, okay, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little too far for my imagination, but whatever. That's a small thing. Yeah. All right. Were you, um, did you have any other thoughts about that? I, no, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Where it's like, there were, there were like little moments where I was like, okay, maybe not, but like, I'm, you, you fucking suck. If like, you just are obsessing over that. Yeah. Like, that's all I have to say. Yeah. You just fucking suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now we're going to go episode by episode. We're going to try and keep it brief as much as we can. Uh, let's start with episode one, the quote-unquote pilot. First of all, let's talk about, uh, so this was announced right when it aired, but apparently this was supposed to be episode eight. This was supposed really? to be after the Daredevil episode and before the finale. It would have been like those other series that do this, um, where, oh, where did I write this down? I have to find it now. Like, 
they'll do a flashback right before the final episode. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. It is. I really don't like when they do it either. But okay. there's this isn't quite that. But in Stranger Things season two, right before the final, there's an episode that is just like the Eleven solo episode where she's like in Baltimore or some shit, and it's like <laughs> it's like the worst shit ever. It's horrible, um, and I, I hate it. Yeah. Okay, I I've, I found my note on this. So, um, other shows have done it. Ms. Marvel, the penultimate one, I think, is the flashback to mm. her grandparents and all that. Um, Moon Knight, the penultimate, is like going to his past. I think it works for that show, to be honest. Yeah. WandaVision, the penultimate one, is the flashback. Like, here's what's happening, and it's kind of like you you've gotten into a pattern where you're holding all these secrets. Like, there's clearly stuff going on, and then you release it right before the finale, and then the finale makes sense. Yeah. And it does get a little annoying. That being said, I think the episode they released as episode one is really strange as a pilot for the show. Because it's not what the show is at all. No, it's like, so a pilot is supposed to show what the show is supposed to be like. And this show is a lawyer comedy, and there's no lawyering in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, the second episode, which was supposed to be the pilot, operates as a pilot, and it, it works as a pilot. It's not the most interesting episode, so it it almost works that they release the better episode first, because I think one is better than two by quite a bit. Mm. Um, but it's weird. It's Dude, weird. I feel like they should have done something like Endor. Just do the first three episodes at the same time. So you get the backstory, you get weird, a little right? bit of Laurie comedy, you know? Like yeah, that. it's weird that they do that. Um, and it was filmed. It was filmed first and then moved. So they filmed episode eight, and then mm. watching the episodes, they're like, "Yeah, it's not working. We got to move it." So um, I think the, the stuff with Titania in episode one, like, might have made more sense because that would have been part of actual right. one. And I don't know how they framed things because. I think, like, the, the opening scene where she's like, oh, you want to know about the backstory? Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was reshoots, maybe. Right. Um, the reason they moved it was because apparently they thought it would be hard for people to not know the origin story. They'd be like, okay, but why is she She-Hulk? Okay, but why is she She-Hulk? And they, like, wouldn't get be able to let that yeah. go. At the same time, though, like, I do feel like the origin story isn't crazy enough that, like, I do think you can just explain it because it's not this elaborate sequence it's not like a crazy sequence of events her blood got mixed with bruce's and that's pretty much it you could also just show like maybe they just show the the car crash bit yeah and then not do the whole hulk thing after and save Mm -hmm. that yeah because i think another reason they wanted to keep it later was because you see the sakarian ship yeah so you just hinted that um and then and then the next episode you see the the what that's about right you get the yeah. answer um what else did i think about this um but honestly like seeing it as episode one i don't know how it would fit into episode as episode eight like because she was in prison and then would you just would you like right. a framing thing like oh she's in prison and then she's remembering oh maybe yeah no, i don't know because also like I feel like it somehow episode eight as episode one kind of fits nicely, like with Jen's arc. Because mm-hmm. it's like, here's Jen and she's kind of arrogant and then she needs work on herself. And it's a good kind of like starting spot for her character. 
Whereas if you showed that at the eight, you'd be like, why are we covering like some of the basic ground? So it is kind of yeah. nice that it's chronological. I don't know. I have mixed thoughts on that, clearly. Um, we're going to take a little break, though, and we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back from our break. Um, let's talk more about uh, episode one. So Hulk says that an upside of being a Hulk is that oh, yeah. all, all buzz and no barf. So you're telling me, and we, and so you're telling me that you can't get drunk on alcohol. And then we see Jen have a Hulk-sized hangover. That sounds like the two worst parts of yeah, no, no, no. the I, worst of I both just, worlds. I just think that's quite funny, though, because it's not practical. Because when you're a Hulk, you don't get drunk. But when you turn back, you get you drunk. You get drunk again. <laughs> so also, the, the point is that like you just never turn back? Or like, what? <laughs> but what the fuck is the point? I didn't, like, there's no point in drinking that much if you don't get drunk. So I was like, yeah. like, what is the advantage? I don't understand. Why would you be drinking at all? It's not yummy. It's not like, it doesn't <laughs> taste good to like down a bottle It's bo- not like yummy. Like, <laughs> I, I just, and it's it's like Captain America. Like he, he has the same issue, but he knows that it's not a good thing. That yeah. made no sense. That was weird. Um, speaking of Captain America, he fucks. I, I, oh, you did see the episode. Did you see the post credit for that? Oh, no. Dude, it's part of the post credits. It's so funny. I I really like that gag because she's talking about how he's a virgin at the beginning, and yeah. then at the end, there's like a post credit tease. Wait, ah, Hulk, I don't want to spoil Hulk, the parade. Hulk revealed that, right? Well, yeah, because anyways, that was a great moment. We'll just say it's a great yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at the end of the episode, uh, Titania shows up. That was very confusing. So we learn later that it's it's because she's fleeing traffic court. We learned Wait, that at the beginning that's of episode, episode two. two. Or is it episode one? No, the end of episode, episode one, one is Titania. Wait, that was episode one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's probably what was supposed to be part of the real episode one to see, like, this is the that's us seeing that she's a Hulk and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, like, that fits in the proper pilot. But here it's, like, random. And I... I'll just cover this now. Titania makes no fucking sense in this entire series. I wanted to like understand what was going on there, but I never did. So like the general arc with her is she's fleeing traffic court and She-Hulk fights her to defend the people. The next time we see her, Titania is trying to steal the trademark because she's mad about the traffic court, I guess. And then the next time we see Titania... She's mad about the court case. Like she's always mad about the last thing that happened <laughs> in kind of like a domino Dude, effect. You know, you know why she's in makes... the show, though? She's why? in the show to service the joke that she never uses doors, which I thought was fucking hilarious. When, uh, did they say that in the show? Yeah, they did. They were like, oh, does no, this woman right. ever use ever a door? Use door. Because I... she's just always going to crash into things. That is pretty funny, fucking yeah. funny. Um, and then, yeah, the ending, like, they just... Re- they don't there is no resolution with titania she's just there she's existing and she says hi daredevil and that's it i i'm so perplexed like it's obviously like the anti she hulk because she has powers and she's also we don't explain why she has powers yeah i guess bugs me so maybe that's why we got to know the origin for she hulk early on but like yeah titania was just like this big mystery and i didn't get what was up with that yeah, I she was an I mean, interesting character, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't think about that one that much. 
I was just like, yeah, she's here. I think because I was watching it out of order, I just assumed yeah. that if there was a gap, it was because I missed it. For some reason or another, like, I thought there was, like, I thought she was going to be pivotal to the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I thought maybe we'd find out that she had Hulk blood, and that's where she got her powers from. Or maybe she would get it right. at some point, And then here's, like, something we have to deal with. Like, it just, nothing, there was... I don't know why she was in the series. It was random. Um, anyways, that's all I have for episode one. Any other general thoughts on the pilot? Nope. <laughs> oh, cool. There's some good jokes in there. There's some yeah. good jokes. Like the uh, the air horn was kind of funny. Um, actually, there's yeah, that dude. one shot. There's that one shot where the air horn comes in slowly, and I was like, "This is like supposed to be that shot that I love, but it didn't yeah. work. It was yeah, too fast." Yeah, I watched it over again, and I and I was like, I think the issue is it's he he moves it in too quickly, yeah. so it's not like it's not slow enough. I'm very particular about that. Um, but yeah, I think I think honestly, like that was one of the better episodes, in hindsight. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, and then episode two happens, and that's the real pilot, and that episode kind of stinks. If I'm being honest, like it's not. Nothing really happens. It's just set up for the series. And like, it's important that that happens, um, usually at the beginning of the series. But um, I don't know, like, it's not really funny. And it's just kind of like, sad, because Jenna's like living at her parents place and fired and she's trying to find a job. And there's, I don't know, it's it's not any of what the show's good at. Wait, why am I at the end of episode two? She's got the abomination case. And she's she's oh, given the case. Oh right, right. And she's okay, like, I don't yeah. know if I can do the case. And then she's like, Okay, I will do the case. And the end tease is, Abomination has broken out of prison. We have to. Well, deal I mean, with that. I mean, it's like one of these classic like transition episodes. You know, just setting things up. So yeah, the next couple yeah. episodes. Important, but ultimately really boring. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about episode three. So that we finally get explanation for where Abomination has been before the cage match. And we finally get, quote unquote, an explanation for why he was in the cage match. I so thought that was a really bad explanation. It was a terrible explanation. Yeah. Aiden, you haven't seen this, but you do you, you saw Shang Chi maybe? Yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah. so we have to explain why Abomination, who was in prison, was briefly out of prison, and he's now back in prison, and he's trying to get parole in this episode. Yeah. And so Wong says. The reason why he needed to break Abomination out of prison was because he needed a worthy opponent for training to be the Sorcerer Supreme. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Did you watch the same Shang-Chi I watched, Wong? Because that's not what happened. <laughs> you were doing a cage match. Yeah. Like, in was that? No, it wasn't Madripoor. I, that, that, was, um, that was a different show. But like... Yeah. That's not what was happening. No, it was a random cage match. <laughs> Did Wong try to win the cage match? I also don't remember what the cage match was for. Was it just? It was like just like a like an underground like black market like thing like fight thing. I don't like it. It makes no sense to me. Why was Wong there? Yeah. And if he needed an opponent, why did he choose Abomination? So many questions. So if he wanted to train, just why do it there? Yeah. Yeah. I was like the worst possible explanation. Like, are they looking for things? Like, I, I thought I saw somewhere that, like, Wong is trying to look for, for relics. relics. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so he was trying to get the Ten Rings, maybe. 
and and he was enlisting Abomination in help for that because I I've heard that like relics are going to be important for this saga, and I don't know how that'll play into things. But so far we've had two, which is pretty important. Are we've relics had, something they've mentioned, or is that just no, it's what just they something are? That's come up. Okay, so that's what they're calling like the internet is calling the ten rings and Kamala's bracelet or um what you oh, call okay. it on a bracelet. Uh, Bangle, Bangle, yes, Bangles, yeah. So we've already had two relics that kind of are similar, right? They're yeah, yeah. goldeny metal things with magicy things. Great yeah. discussion. Um, yeah, and and at the end of Shang Chi, like Wong is like, or Wong and Captain Marvel and Hulk are like, these things aren't of our world. Anyways, that's not She Hulk. We'll see where that all goes. But uh, She Hulk episode three. That's the the thirst trap book one. I thought that was really funny. Um, we get Megan the Megan the Stallion. I don't know why people are complaining so much about that. That was I funny. saw that clip on Twitter and I was like, yeah, it's okay. just a very <laughs> random crossover. You know, you don't expect it. It's is it like kind of cringe funny a little bit, but I like I thought it worked. I thought it was funny and I liked I liked her appearance like in the court case like during the episode a little bit better. Like basically, basically the the gist of episode three in is there's a an Asgardian light elf that's impersonating Megan the Stallion, and so mm. she like frauded a guy who was dating who he thought was Megan the Stallion, yeah. and that's what the court case is about. And you don't see Megan the Stallion until the court case is won, and then she's in like the audience of the court case, and she's like, "That's right, there's only one Megan the Stallion," and she does that thing. <laughs> oh, the thing that was funny. Does, yeah. And then the end credit scene is her and and like it makes sense in the scene. Like they're they're happy that She Hulk is signing her as a client and then they start dancing and it's funny. I, yeah. I like that. Okay, okay. They were people need to lighten up. They were people need to lighten yeah. up. People are really hate people are eating that up on Twitter. And I was just like, so it's like, like I believe this is what the MCU is kind yeah. of Shut the fuck up. Like, Who cares? like calm down. If, if you didn't like it, that's fine. But it's like yeah, like don't watch it. Like yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was really silly. Um, also, in that episode, we meet the Wrecking Crew. I have thoughts. Um, Dude, nothing happened. Nothing no, I just can't. Yeah. I know who the Wrecking Crew are, like, from seeing other things. Uh-huh. And they have these, like, fun, colorful costumes. And I, I'm not a fan of the MCU look of them. Rendition? I think they look, yeah. yeah they're just, they, it looks weird. They're just, like wearing like random civilian clothes with some asgardian weapons and stuff basically and like yeah. it's it's eh, it's whatever that's a small thing but um and then also one other thing from that episode like they try to get her blood for the thing and one of the guys says yeah i couldn't i couldn't pierce through her nasty green skin and i was like why didn't you just say her skin like it's what so this speaks to a wider point of like a tendency sometimes for the show to like overwrite the comedy mm-hmm. or like, like it's not like how people talk. It's a lot of adjectives. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, I couldn't pierce her nasty green skin. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to say. There's yeah. a lot of words there. So okay. I don't know. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a whatever thing. Uh, moving on to episode four. This is the first one you watched, I think, Aiden? It is the f- well, technically, I watched part of eight first, but oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. This is the first one that I fully watched. Yeah, this was the first episode that I watched and said, I understand what the show is about, and this show about this show is great. 
This is the first like really good solid episode that was doing what it was supposed to do, I think. Mm-hmm. So like the whole Donnie Blaze thing was funny. Madison, yeah. great new character, so yeah. funny. Um, there's an 103-year-old dude in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Cornelius is 103 years old in real life. He was really? born in he was born in 1919. That's crazy. Jeez, bro. It's insane. Anyways, he's great. I yeah. I I just love that episode so much. If you're like not sure about She-Hulk, like I think that's the first episode you should watch. That's what I was recommending to people because I was like, all the other ones you might be on the fence, but like that one's solid. Yeah, dude, and also it's like one of the episodes where like they really showcase what the show is trying to do. Yeah, with the Marvel stuff, because like Wong typically is like you know he's sort of goofy. You know he's always roasting Doctor Strange, but Mm -hmm. then in this one he's just completely goof mode you know he's having fun with madison and i was really yeah funny. yeah and he's like watching the sopranos like i thought yeah. that was really funny and then there's the post credit scene for that episode yes. that one, yeah yeah i saw know, that yeah where, where she's just like asking him all the drinks yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's had in his life that's funny that's so yeah. good they also name drop winnipeg canada yeah says, they the did guy, yeah the guy's did. like I was, he was like officer the baby stroller hit me and that's how i got a lifetime ban from winnipeg canada i feel yeah. like they name drop winnipeg in comedy series like if it runs long enough so the office yeah. goes there it's supposed it's always named as like just a random yeah. it's always supposed to be like the random place that you have probably that you probably, that you probably haven't heard of, of. yeah <laughs> No, no, like you've probably like heard of right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's big enough to be, you know, but like it's so random and it's Canada. I don't know. Like it it comes up a surprising amount. I yeah. That, I feel like that, in, um, that exact reference happens a lot where it's like, yeah, oh, I yeah. was in Winnipeg, Canada. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, no one knows. No one knows um, what Manitoba is. So no. Like, <laughs> um, I think they mention it in series of unfortunate events the netflix one. Oh yeah i think they mentioned it there too and i think when i saw that i was like man even then i was like man i've heard it so many times in yeah. comedy <laughs> shows anyways that's all any any other thoughts for episode four or three or two i didn't, don't think i asked what's no, five I... again what happened in five 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 is um the straight poured into these jeans episode with titania so the the lawsuit about the name oh right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah with the dating profiles right no dating profiles is for no oh, they, but like they use the dating profile yeah. to win that oh, yeah, 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 yeah i thought that was really good drama like that was a really yeah. neat idea that that they bring back the the characters from the previous episode there, to make there a was point, a, like that so yeah there was a moment where i was like when uh um uh the, 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 the jen's lawyer i forget the character's name the Mallory. one that Mallory, uh, like asks like a super unnecessary question. Like it's yeah. just hurtful. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was the point of that? Would you have dated Jen if he <laughs> was just Jen? <dead? laughs> and I, it's it's actually important to the court case, so I think it. But yeah, it is a little hurtful. But they're not friends, so she's yeah. just trying to win a case. Um, I love the stuff with the drip broker and the subplot with Pug and Nikki. Yeah, sometimes the they're. <laughs> the avengers sometimes they're more those characters are more fun than what the main story is yeah agree i just i really like nikki um i have a question why does luke is it luke jacobson yes I that's think his so. name. Yep. why does luke jacobson 
make Daredevil's costume. I was thinking about that too. Like, how did he lives on the West out? Coast, and Daredevil is from New York City? That makes no sense. Dude, how did they okay. meet each other? Also, I'll like, talk about this. I'll talk this more when we actually get to Daredevil. Bro, the color scheme, man. Like, I think She-Hulk it's, summarized it perfectly. It's ketchup and mustard. Oh, suits better, man. Bring I don't it love it. I don't love it, to be honest. But it is the original costume. And so they're trying to, you know, be comic booky, And yeah. I respect that. I respect that. So. Yeah, I should have a big problem objectively with that. objectively ugly. To be fair, it's- when I was watching the Netflix series, which I love, but when I uh-huh. first saw the costume, I was like, Oh man, that looks like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I first saw the Netflix costume, I was like, "This looks stupid." But uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like I'll get used to it. So I think the yellow and black or yellow and red was better than the full black costume that he wore for quite a bit. You know, oh, like the, like the like the, the street level, just like uh, I like that because it made sense in the story. But whatever, we we're not talking about Daredevil right yeah. now. Um, what else in this episode? Um, it took a rewatch to catch this, but you actually do see Frogman in episode five. Oh, really? Like his costume? Up, he picks up his costume and oh, he's walking yeah. out as Jim walks in. And so it takes a rewatch to appreciate that. But it's the same actor. And Luke literally says to him, make sure you read the instructions before <laughs> using it. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's walking away with the suit bag. I thought that was a great detail. That's funny. That's funny um i think that's it for episode five but that one was like that was that was an okay one that was the second one you watched aiden that was the second one i properly watched yeah any other six was the wedding right yeah six is the wedding yeah six i i liked six quite a bit yeah i like six too i thought six was like i've already talked about this i hate the joke of it's in the middle of the season but whatever i got over that quickly um i liked I like the guest star, Patty. Yeah, Patty. She. I. Uh, I don't. I've seen her in stuff, but I couldn't place. I think it's. I think it's. Oh, you know what? I literally wrote it down for this. Wait, is she the fiance? Uh, uh she's yeah, the one getting the one married. That's yeah. married. Mm-hmm. Where did I put it? It's it is somewhere. Patty Harrison. Yep. Thank you, Just Patty Harrison. She was in. Um, I think you should leave. And oh yeah, 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 that shows. Really and fun. she's great in that. I think yeah, great, great guest star. And Mr. Immortal from he's he's a guy from Veep. He was also in Book of Book of Boba Fett as the guy the Twi'lek. No <laughs> way. But I think I think he was great as Mr. Immortal. So two like really great guest stars for that episode. Yeah, he comes back for whatever reason. <laughs> um, and there's some good jokes in that one. I like there's the joke where they're trying to make Jen do all the dirty work for the wedding, or like like making her do all the hard jobs. And they're yeah. like, here, here are the shirts uh, for the groomsmen. And they're like, why? Like, what am I? And they're like, oh, the groomsmen were playing Mario Kart and they got their shirts <laughs> right. <laughs> so funny. I thought, I thought that was really funny. Um, and there's Jonathan the dog. I thought it was fun. And then oh, there's yeah. the fight, the fight to uh, Electric Boogaloo. Or, yeah, it's Electric Boogie Woogie Woogie. Yeah. It's Electric Boogie. Sorry, that's what the song is called. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, it's something different. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought, like, solid episode. Yeah. Thoughts on that one? I thought that was solid, too. I really don't have that much to say about I think my general thoughts, I really don't have that much to say about this show. Except for the last episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have so much to say about the last one. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, because that's where the controversy comes in. Yes. The controversial. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> episode seven is maybe the worst one. Dude, I hate episode seven. In contention with number two. Like, so, like it doesn't make sense to exist. There's a know? couple like, of problems with you it. You take it out, it's it makes it's sense. Fine. Yeah. It makes sense because it's, it's important. So. It's important for Jen's journey because this is like your your all is lost, dark night of the soul thing, where she's got to, like, this is the low point. She's feeling really shitty because she's been ghosted, and she has to work her way up for Act Three. Um, if if you think of the series as like a movie chopped up, which is okay. Doesn't do that, thank goodness. But like, kind of like a series arc should act kind of like a movie. Anyways. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I just I don't like that there's a tonal shift from the main thing. It's like how the pilot is so different. Mm-hmm. This episode is there's no lawyering. Um, it's not very funny either. Like a lot of it is there's like three pop song montages in that episode too. <laughs> it's really annoying after the first one. It's like okay, I get it. Um, and I mean, the, the, the guys who were in the retreat were like hit or miss. I think Ma- the whole man, exactly. Yeah. Man bull thing. And Ella, Ella, I don't know how to say anything. Those guys, I didn't think were funny to be honest. I liked when the, the Spanish guy said, he's like, oh, I'm Spanish. And someone else in the circle goes, Spanish isn't an ethnicity. It's a language. And he goes, You've never heard of Spain? <laughs> um, Porcupine, I wanted to think was funny because I, I know that that's a character. I've heard of him before, but it wasn't really funny. I think the funniest character of the group was Saracen, the vampire, or the guy who thinks he's a vampire. Peter doesn't seem to think so, apparently. <laughs> I just think that episode was just very out of place. I don't really like it. I love okay no but like Saracen I think was really funny because so he he's a guy who thinks he's a vampire I guess I do, but we okay, know vampires I do, I do exist but like, I don't know how that works. I could look up what he. But anyways, like. two of the lines that I thought were so funny were, um, the, oh he's trying he's trying to figure out why, like the group is trying to figure out why the guy ghosted Jen, and they're like oh maybe right. this maybe this and Saracen is like maybe he wanted your blood. And, and then someone else goes, "Not everybody's your dad." <laughs> Which is like, what? What's going on there? And also, it's so funny because he's right too. Because he actually, it turns out he did want her blood. So I love that Saracen turned out to be right in that case. This is the um, wedding guy they're talking about. No, no. this is a, no. This is a character who's only in episode seven, and he's mentioned in the finale. But oh, he's okay. Not seen. Well, no, no, he was the wedding guy. They met during the wedding. No, Harrison is a vampire. Oh no, no, we're talking about we're like talking the guy about who the guy who was in the wedding. Exactly, so Josh yeah. in the wedding episode. Oh, okay, yeah, it's that guy though. He ghosts Jen. Okay, yeah. It turns out later he no, actually at the very early on we learn at the end of episode seven we learn that he tried to steal her blood for intelligentsia because oh. he was hired, right? And so they're trying to figure out why he ghosted her. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one great line from Saracen. Another one is like they're like, you know what? Jen is Jen is good too. You know, it's not just She Hulk. Jen is good, and everyone's like, "Yeah, Jen's good." And Saracen says, "Yeah, Jen is pretty damn great and tasty." And they're like, "Saracen, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. This, he's he's a funny character." Then we get episode eight. Um, Dude, the episode you, eight was hilarious. I loved episode. You eight. like episode eight? 
Okay. I yes, you go, you go, Peter. Okay, so I think Daredevil as a character is like a very serious character because you know, like, uh, like on one side he's religious, and then on the other side he has to fight through all these adversity, like you know, adversaries, um, a- adversaries as well. Well, I mean, I, I'm talking <laughs> Ad- about like adversity too. Yeah, because like cities and adversaries. Oh, there's both. Sorry. Him, him being like you know, just like a. I don't know what Daredevil is in this universe, but like if we're looking at the Netflix background, he's like a fresh lawyer. Um, he needs to like he he founds out that his power in the legal system cannot fight off these crimes, so he has to dress up as the Daredevil and fight off these crimes himself. He doesn't really have like super power per se. He just has like, okay. So like he's he's like a very like it's Serious. life is tough. Oh. Life is tough for him, yeah. you know, and and we don't really get that many opportunities to see him in sort of like a light-hearted scenario and setting. And I think She-Hulk offered the perfect platform for him to be a little goofy and a little fun. And I think Charlie Cox really like you know sort of he played with that and he rolled with it so well. Um, it, it's like. Like 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 from one second from this like devil of a house kitchen like like where's Fisk I gotta I gotta find Fisk uh, to like this like oh yeah I'm hunting this guy Leapfrog he just uh, <laughs> he just abducted my uh, my tailor you know I I, th- I, lo- I think the some people might find this shift too drastic and too sudden but I really loved it because I know we don't get to see this very often and I treasure every minute of that yeah. I, for me, I'm I'm a huge, huge fan of the Netflix Daredevil series. I love that show so much. Um, so when I first saw it, I was a little bit like, man, this isn't what I want. But like, I don't know. If I, I think I think that's just my bias of liking that show so much. I think that it's integrated well. I think it makes sense within the show the way he is. Um, I think it still felt like the character definitely, and I agree. I think Charlie Cox did a great job of like playing like a slightly different version of the character um yeah I, I i like for and again like it was little things where it was like because i like the show so much they like referenced the hallway scene the men yeah. the multiple yeah, hallway they scenes. did yeah and, yeah, and yeah, then but too, the, yeah. but then she all just comes in and i was like okay man like i want to see I, that's not what i want to see <laughs> but like, still his moment, just, like bro. that's yeah, not really get, it's not really a problem with 18- yeah, yeah exactly. an 18 episode series. It's She-Hulk, it's She-Hulk, it's She-Hulk show, and like, so it's not actually like a problem with it, but it was just like, because I like the show so much, I couldn't, I couldn't like settle into it a little bit, but I thought it was fine. And I, I thought, I know you didn't, Alex, but I thought Leapfrog was very funny. I thought Ribbit and, Ribbit and Rip It was really, really funny. I'll get into that. Okay. But as far as Daredevil goes, I, yeah, I'm happy with how he was portrayed. I think it's, pretty well the same character as he was in the other one because he was funny he yeah. was like not maybe a little cocky like he would say like, some like cocky lines i feel like he's just the main difference he, he feels like he's carrying less of a burden constantly in this yeah. show and that's yeah. the only real difference. Yeah. yeah agreed otherwise like yeah. he's the same he's the same yeah. dude and like daredevil fucks like he's a bit of a he sleeps around <laughs> daredevil that, fucks. that hasn't changed he does that in the netflix show too to be fair, so. yeah exactly so like that's not different yeah. um i didn't love everything about daredevil so there was the one there's that one line where he says he's lying don't ask me how i know i just know and i'm like okay shut up <laughs> <laughs> like if you 
I think it's I think it's this idea of like he has to be funny in the comedy series, but the jokes are often things that would reveal that he's Daredevil. So I'm like, you probably shouldn't be saying that out loud. Yeah. So there's that. He says, you know, don't ask me. There's the part where he says, yeah, I got like She Hulk asks how he knows Luke, and he says he made me some costume or some clothes, and I'm like, doesn't he only do superheroes? Like, isn't oh, that? Yeah. You know, like a dead giveaway. I don't know. That was like some. Oh, okay. Actually, like I do have one complaint. I I hated how Matt didn't give a fuck about his secret identity at all during the show. Oh, I yeah. actually yeah. I agree. I didn't like that yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. It's a little and this, yeah, yeah. That. Um, but the walk of shame is fun. I thought that was fun. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, but let's. Oh, and also, sorry. While we're on this topic, I have been hearing that the Netflix shows are more or less in canon. Really? Oh, really? Which is kind of shocking. Like it sounds like like it's a soft reboot, so I'm sure they'll ignore details they don't want to include. Yeah. Wait, like Karen Page coming they back? Happened. Foggy Nelson. I coming think back? most of the most of the cast is coming back. Okay. Yo, so that's Karen, sick. I, I heard something about Karen not being back. I think I read that somewhere. No, I've been oh no, I think people ask and she says, I haven't heard anything, but like Oh, okay. You know, like that. That would I think suck almost, if she wasn't back. I think almost everybody's coming back. Probably not Iron Fist, but Berthnall, <laughs> uh, uh, Christian. Is it Christian Ritter? Yeah, Christian Ritter. Ritter. I'm Mike I'm not Coulter. Sure about, I'm not sure about Luke Cage, yeah. Mike Coulter, but for sure, like everyone who's like Daredevil and who's kind of like that zone, yeah. like I think is coming back, which is great. Oh, um, except. I don't think Electra or Bullseye are coming back. I think those that's the, yeah, man. I dude, they were yeah, good. Bullseye my, was my so mini, good. I love oh Bullseye. God. Oh my god! Yeah. And the way season three ends, I I'll get derailed, but yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, I'll talk about Leapfrog. I didn't like Leapfrog. I it's that it's that particular like he's he's Deadpool. It, Leapfrog is uh, no, no, but you, no, because no, because no, he was like dumb and like <laughs> dude, Deadpool's actually good at his job though. Like like yeah, Leapfrog, Leapfrog is just goofy, you know. He's I just, just a fun, I, silly character. I know. I what for whatever it, his thing didn't work for me. He was just a little too stupid and over the <laughs> too top. Stupid. No, I, I like He's too stupid. He's too stupid. Um, there's a lot of not a lot. There's a couple of Wolverine episodes in this show. Did you catch them? So in this episode, oh, actually, Aiden, you probably didn't see it. In this episode, Nikki jumps out from behind a wall and she's got like makeup things between her fingers, and she she jumps out and goes, "Ah, we got to do some like makeup." And but she's like using them like Wolverine claws. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was uh, wasn't that for the wedding thing? No, that was this episode. That was this episode. For no, wait, wait, for what though? For the, the gala. Wedding? for the gala oh it's at the end the yes 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 it was weird that this episode doesn't end with the daredevil stuff mm-hmm. i think she was very on the note like she was like oh this show isn't done yeah it's like yeah it is weird how much time do we have, like checking my watch like we're doing this now okay sure um i think it ended on a, a better note though like i think that's a good cliffhanger for the episode like True. that she yeah. got angry and then she's locked up um oh but sorry the wolverine thing there's also like she's looking at like a web page like top 10 things to do instead of your day job like after she's fired in episode two and like the first thing is like 
become a mascot for a Swedish village. Do you remember this, Peter? No. Okay, Don't it's episode two, it. whatever. Yeah. And on the side are like recommended articles, and one of them is man fights bar with metal claws or something. Oh, so nice. Wolverine's around. We're acknowledging it. Also, they mentioned what happened in Eternals. That's another one of the related links. Oh, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about that finale. Um, it starts off with a 70s intro, which I loved. Like, it's a, a riff off the, the other Hulk incredible show. show. I love that. I love when they do that in general, like any show, but I yeah, vibe I kind of, like, didn't get why. <laughs> so, like, I thought that was going to, like, be significant. Fair enough. I and I was just like, I was just it like, it had well, no purpose. They just but did it. <laughs> it's cool. I like shot for yeah. shot recreations. Yeah, I didn't have a problem. I I read somewhere that I think that they didn't actually even recreate some of it. I think they comped her in to the intro for a lot of it. Fair. Um. Um. Yeah, and then she's in jail, and she gets the inhibitor, which is I think is is an interesting moment. Um. I don't really have any bits for like most of the episode. It's all all the things I have to talk about are from the end. Yeah. So, really, from the end. Like I have a lot to say about the Kevin stuff. That's part of the end. Yeah. Peter, oh, okay. I'm skipping okay. the beginning. Um, <sighs> fuck. Goddamn, Peter. Just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, we end up in the sweat. No, not the sweat lodge. The the lodge from the retreat again. I liked how that came together. By the way, how. She goes to the abomination retreat, and they're at the, um, the intelligentsia meeting, yeah. and like, didn't put two and two together that they're in the same spot. I thought that was clever. Yeah. Um, Although I was something I was confused about was like, does abomination like know what these guys are about? Like, what are or is he just? I wasn't. Does he, does he just I think sure it's like that. a motivational thing? Like. That, I was confused I, by that. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that on first watch, but rewatching it, it's clear that he doesn't know what it's about because he's talking like in generic kind right. of language. So like this could have been about anything. So I don't, I don't, I think he just does like he's hired to talk about things, and so yeah. he's got like his script, and it doesn't really matter what yeah. it's about. So yeah, um, I think I think Abomination's a nice guy. I think he's an okay dude. So I wouldn't. I wasn't sure at the beginning. I was like, is he like playing us like in episode three? I was like, I don't yeah. know if he's going to be good, but it seems like he's fine. Uh, and then I love that moment where all the players show up and then it's like, wait, what's going on? So Abomination turns and Hulk's there and Titania's there and the other guy's a Hulk. And she's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really clever. And then what they end up doing with it. But we're going to take this step by step. So first off, we cut to the, the Disney Plus screen. Hilarious. I thought that was so funny. I, I uh, like you do not, did not work yeah, for me. No. I didn't love that. I, like, yeah. I, I understand that like from like the little bit of reading I did, I get that that's what like She-Hulk is. Like, she, like you, know, you know what I mean? I understand it's like supposed to be fourth wall break, blah, 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 all that stuff. I don't know. I didn't like... Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, but like, yeah, the, this whole sequence I didn't like. This whole thing Same. that happened. Interesting. I'm I, from, from this I point on, it. I didn't like it. I I know that she's a fourth wall breaker, and like sometimes fourth wall breakers will like interact with the the comic itself, and they'll like yeah tear up panels kind of thing. So 
I I thought it was funny and I'll get into like more of like should they have done it or not kind of thing later but just cutting to the Disney Plus screen I thought was really funny uh, what I didn't like about that moment though is that she says in an like an off-screen line she says I'm gonna remove this inhibitor and I was like that seems like a really important <laughs> thing that we see yeah. And you just kind of like the yard that bit. Like that should have been the moment, right? Like where she's, cause yeah. her, the whole, she's struggling with the two identities. And then now you're telling me like, she just resolves that off yeah. screen. I was really upset about that. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So she does that. And then she jumps into uh, the assembled project, which I think is so funny. Even if you don't like it, I liked it. She walks into the uh, the She-Hulk writer's room, which is pretty funny. Apparently, they hired people to like who looked like the actual writers. Oh, what? Right. That's interesting. That's funny. One of the main people who talks is a lookalike for Jessica Gao. And also, Jessica Gao is in the room. So there's two people who look pretty similar. <laughs> and so that's they're funny. like sitting across from each other because that's the real one in there as well. But she doesn't talk. Um, that was that was interesting. And then, but the, like the better part, is coming up. I like that that she has to sign an NDA when she's in the. That was funny. Studio. I like that. Yeah, that was a funny that's, joke. It's a real receptionist there. Um, okay. Yeah, and then okay, we have to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so now, hey the prophecy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that bit was spoiled for me in subtitles, and I'm I will oh, never yeah. forgive subtitles for that. Yeah, because it says. It says something, something, Kevin, like the writers in the writer's room are oh, talking like about Kevin. K-E-V-I-N yeah. of Kevin. It's, it's oh, an okay. acronym. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man, that's going to be a good joke, isn't it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't use subtitles anymore. It will honestly be, be better if Kevin Feige actually showed up. I would love that. I did not like versions, this. Apparently, there were versions where it was Kevin Feige, and I, I don't know which would have been better. I don't I know if like... I prefer it to be Kevin. I think my take is just don't do this. I, I didn't like this. Yes, we'll yes, talk about it. We'll talk it. about it. We'll talk about it. But um, I almost feel like maybe it's better they didn't do actual Kevin because he's not an actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he would just be a little wooden and yeah. wouldn't. Like, I feel like he would freeze up. He gives me the impression that he would freeze up in front of the camera. Dude, the and... shock value alone, though. Like, Kevin Feige being a D-plus show. Eh, it, it didn't matter to me. I like. I think the robot yeah. thing is funny. Okay, but clearly we're itching to talk about something. There's a, the elephant in the room. Was this a good finale for the show? Okay. Was the whole Kevin thing a good... Not not joke. Like, was it a good plot point? Like, was this should they should they have done it this way? Okay. Uh, you guys seem to have thoughts. I'm gonna let you go first because you guys are scaring me a little bit. Yeah. So I think this will work if it's not a finale. Like, I think it's a nice little tangent that they can go off on. But the fact that the stuff before, like, she went into like this fourth wall in the real world stuff, and then the stuff that she merely came back to, like, there was a huge disconnect there. It's like, oh, remove this, remove that. It's like, okay, but you got to give us a logical explanation of why these things are happening. Because, like, us, the audience, like, as much as, um, like, this fun little tangent is, like, funny, it does not make sense for this to conclude a nine-episode-long show. Like, we've been waiting for the finale, but the finale is literally the main character altering the ending based on 
her likes and dislikes. It's like, oh yeah, I let the Daredevil can come back because I want to talk to him again. Oh yeah, like remove the Hulk because that's pointless. Remove that, remove this. But like, there's a, like the ending does not make sense to me. Like I think if this is like a, like a episode eight, like you take this fun little tangent off world, this like funny little bit. It's like, oh, meet, meet your creator type of thing. That's fine. But for the finale, I think the stakes are a little too high for them to goof around this much. That's yeah, so my problem with it, like, I I agree that this is not necessarily a bad bit, but I don't think... I was confused, like, what actually happened? Right? Yes, like, yes, like, exactly. What, yes. what happened? Like, within the plot of the show, she, which she all is able to remove herself from, what actually occurred? Like, I didn't really... I didn't understand that. And she makes this point of, like which is correct of we don't need all this bullshit battle shit at the end of the uh, series. Like that's not what the central conflict of the show is. Let's just resolve the central conflict and talk about what the show is actually about. But it's like the finale doesn't do that. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't, yeah. and it's like, she talks about like, this is what it should do. And then it doesn't do that because, and it doesn't do that because it spends time on this sequence where it's like, it, it, like, if you recognize that that's what the finale of the show would be, like this is my same problem, do that. Like, don't make a joke about we should have done this. Do it. Like, do like I don't understand. Like, I don't. And to me, like the self-referential thing wasn't enough for me to care. Also, like this is a minor point. She talks about like really she's they're stealing my blood. Haven't we done that a million times before? No. No, you I haven't. Couldn't, I couldn't what, think of like, a single was, example of, of that, which is I was funny. like, when the fuck? Like, no, the things people make fun of you for is Wait a minute, Ivy. wait a minute. Was it Morbius? Did Morbius do it? I yeah, feel like there was something MCU. about Morbius doing that. No, that's true. That's not even MCU. Like, the things you are made fun of is character who has the exact same powers as you, but is evil, and then big dumb CGI battle between them at the end. Blue sky beam, and then faceless army that you can kill because they're soulless and it doesn't matter. Like those yeah. are the three things, and not like none of those happen. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I I can't think of a single MCU yeah. movie where that's what happens, where they steal the blood. Like it, I feel like they were trying well, to I go guess for the maybe villain the... that has the same powers, but like that's not the mm-hmm. same thing. I guess Captain no. America, like the serum. She did say stuff? it's supposed to be like the serum, but I don't even. Is there even a show where even they're that... fighting over the serum though? Like I guess. Well, I guess Falcon was, and like the, also like at the or beginning, no, Red Skull. Oh, yeah, Red Skull too, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, okay. but yeah, I didn't like it. So, I'm closer to what Aiden thought. Okay, when I watched it the first time, I was like, "Okay, this is funny," and I like what they're doing. I think, I think in general, I think you're right, Aiden. They there's a scene missing. Yeah, essentially, I think it works it's just there there needed to be a climax and there wasn't really one yeah like there should have been like all the kevin stuff come back to the real world climax that resolves the thing and i think that's what it was supposed to be where um it's the scene that's in the broad daylight like she was talking about and when she's back like they think that's the climax but that it didn't really operate yeah like, like nothing happened yeah. she's just but, saying hi okay, but in defense of the show i will say why in what aspects I think it does work. I like that they know what fan expectations are and then they try to subvert them in this way. So, you know, what, what, okay, think about it. 
Peter, stop it. <laughs> when people think about for this show, they're like, oh, yeah, and then the Hulk is going to come back, obviously. There's going to be a rematch between Hulk and Abomination. You know for a fact there are people on the yeah. internet who want that out of the show. So 100%. I like that She-Hulk is like, that's not what this show is about. So I'm happy they did that. The blood, the blood plot thing is a little bit like, if you didn't like it, why did you include it? I agree in that sense. Or just like give me a better resolution than what they did. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I want to talk. No, about it's the... my turn. It's my turn. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> give me some time. Give me the floor. I've not yielded my time. Um, I think the Kevin thing fits the tone and the gimmick the show has set up. I think that's important to note. So whereas a Hulk fight doesn't fit the show, like a you know like a brawl. I agree. Whatever. It's better than a Hulk fight. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And it's more like it's more interesting. It's more memorable. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be forgetting this for a while. Um, I think in the Kevin scene, it's comedy, check. And she tries to use her lawyer skills because she's arguing with Kevin. So I think it does what the show is supposed to do. And it's fourth wall breaking, which is what she's been doing in the rest of the show. And like, that's the character's thing. Sure. Um, and then I did have to do, I had to like sit down for a minute and think like, okay, does this resolve certain things? And in some ways, yes. So if you think about it, a lot of the show is people taking control away from Jen, specifically when she can and cannot be She-Hulk. So there's, you know, Intelligentsia uh, violates her privacy. I don't know how that fits. I don't know why I wrote that. Uh, but like Titania is like taking her name away. Mm -hmm. um, she's fired for being the Hulk. Um, the narrator at the beginning of the episode's kind of like trying to steer things in certain directions. She's uh, lost control because of like her own Hulk rage. And more recently, there's the inhibitor is like actually taking control away. So mm. it's it kind of works that then the climax of the finale is her saying, no, okay, I've had it with people saying what I can or can't do. I'm taking control. So I kind of like that. Um, she's like reclaiming her agency in a sense um uh what else did i think i'm just going through my notes on this now yeah i i, I, do, I do see your point there i think one of my like this is my general point about the show is like i feel like it spends more time talking about how it's not the typical mcu show than ah, just yeah than, than mm. just being not the typical mcu show and that, like, that's one of my general problems with this, the entire series. I think, I kind of agree, but I think a lot of the show is her just, like... Yeah, I shouldn't say more. Doing, Too much. She's, she's doing her thing, like, like the tone No, Sorry, the show, for the most part, knows what it is trying to do. And a couple times, it's like, we know what your expectations for what, you, like, you want is, and we're not going to do that. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't think it leans too much into it. Okay, I think I want to. I think that's more or less. I want to comment on that because I just think that I think there's just I think there's a scene missing, maybe two. I agree with that. One before about the inhibitor, and one after, or just like change the scene. Like it just needs to be a better scene. Yeah. There's no resolution with Titania again. Like this character is a mystery to me. Anyways, okay, Peter, what do you want to say? I want to talk about how shows 
subvert your expectations and when that's a good thing and when that's a bad thing. Great. Because I think oftentimes, I think the the greatest example of show subverting people's expectation is probably Game of Thrones. And the oh most, my God. the the, the no. most famous example oh. is where wow. a, a certain main character dies uh, in the at the end of uh, season one of Game of Thrones. Season one, and that's like that's like shock. No one was expecting it. It's completely like um, against the sort of like hero trope. But then when they did it again in ep- in season eight, the last season, where viewers are expecting epic confrontations, and they ended things with just minor very like anti-hype ways to resolve things it does not work it does not sit well with the viewers and the critics and i think this is sort of how this show handled its finale um it's done in a way where it is it definitely has subverted viewer expectations but it is not done in a way that will please the viewers and the critics it's not like it does not make the story cohesive and nor does it result in an enjoyable viewing experience the climax is not there and there's like no way for you to get around that. Okay. Thank you. I, yeah. I think Peter's stuck in his own lawyer comedy where he only ever refers to Game of Thrones. Guy who's, guy who's watched one thing and it's Game of Thrones. That's not true <laughs> That's your at character. All. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, anyways, I think, I think we've said enough about this. It keeps, the show keeps going and then there's the Fast and Furious ending where a lot of <laughs> family man i hate those endings so much <laughs> the yeah. dinner the family dinners so dumb. i hate no it's a cookout it's a family oh cookout. family cookout yeah. yeah i'm i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of those and i, I saw your tweet why. yeah i don't know why we're doing it i it's a lawyer comedy show could we not have and also i thought lawyer thing yeah see like i i think i think it's interesting how like the the repercussion of her hulk rage at the gala just all of a sudden is completely cancelled yes. once yep. the intelligentsia stuff got exposed. I would yeah. love to see like there's more stuff to be explored there. I would love to see how because the public has seen the personal side of Jen, how they treated this superhero differently. Because I felt like most of the superheroes in MCU, you barely see their personal life. At least the public does not see their personal life. It is mainly focused on them saving the world, helping people. So they're like, oh yeah, like these people are here to protect us. They're great. But now we have a hero which the public, the personal life has been put in the front of the public spotlight and we did not sort of develop that further at all, which is- a You shame. know what? You know what they should have done is, because first of all, she breaks her inhibitor and there's no repercussions for that. That right? too, yes. yes the thing yeah, is that, sure. that's yeah. keeping her from jail. Like she, she's breaking her parole by doing that. And so, like you said, like there's no repercussions. We we I think it's maybe explained in a line. She's like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, literally, that's all. It, yeah, like, it's just like, like charges were dropped. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, no, uh, okay. What if like the ending of the show is, yeah, you broke your inhibitor. Now you are in jail, and like then you have to deal with that in season two. Like you know, lawyering from jail. I don't know how you do that, but. That could have been something interesting. I don't, I just, yeah. It feels weird yeah. that, you know, you set up things that should have repercussions and then she does the thing and then there's no repercussions. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Scar. Hulk <laughs> son. Man, not a good look. Not I, a good I look. Did, I, I, I did hear on the Twitter sphere that 
it's like a, a particular like martial arts haircut. Yeah, it's the so Zuko. I, I don't want to make fun of it anymore. It, it has a specific name and I don't know what it is, but like it's in like martial arts movies and it yeah. has something to do with discipline. Okay, I yeah. whatever. He also just like in general doesn't look like his comic counterpart. He how, looks too much like oh sorry. How old is, how old is this how how old is he supposed to be? Um time works differently on Sakar is something the Grandmaster oh. says. So I think ah. that's they'll use later. But So he had a kid um, while he was on Sakar. That's the Sakaar. idea. Yeah. Dude, okay. my biggest question is He's wearing like Sakarian garb too. Like okay. it's very like like there's the tattoos and stuff. My biggest question is who is the mother? That's who, your biggest question. Who did the Hulk screw on his time uh, uh, when he was on Scar? You're and like, dude, it's a Hulk baby. No, no, dude, seriously, it's a Hulk baby. Like, how is she supposed to deliver that? Unless like mm-hmm. she's like big herself, you know? Aliens, buddy. Aliens. Aliens. Anyways, Aliens? Scar is ugly, and okay. <laughs> like, there's no way around it. And he looks like Shrek. <laughs> yes, sort of. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, like in the comics, he just looks like a Conan the Barbarian buff guy. Like he doesn't look like a full Hulk because he's oh. not. And also, apparently, he's supposed to be a child that Hulk hulks into that form, which is that's an interesting thing, I guess. Yeah. He also has long hair in the comics. Okay, I, here we go. That explains a bit. Yeah, he's like he's long hair, and he wear it, and he uses swords. And there's no swords. Also, I don't know why Tatia or um, why does Jen not make a joke about it? Yeah. I don't yeah. No, I it's Wait, when's he gonna show up next then, Scar? We'll talk about it. One second. First off, there's a post credit scene for the finale. An abomination is released from prison again. <laughs> yeah. By Wong. Like Wong buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> don't get it. Are they like friends from college? Like why do they, why do they know each other? He's a friend from work. <laughs> is he like, is he gonna train and become sorcerer abomination? Like, just, <laughs> that'd I, be sick, bro. Just the imagine abomination in abomination form doing the sling ring stuff. What are they <laughs> setting up? Like, what is war? Oh yeah, I don't is know. Wong setting up a team of unique individuals. Like, is he setting up Wong's Avengers? <laughs> is it Wong's Thunderbolt? <laughs> I don't. Like like a different team that is Wong? I don't know. Maybe don't know. it's the um could be the agents of Atlas. It's not a Wong thing. But also Abomination isn't Asian. Like the Agents of Agents of Atlas is like an all Asian team in the comics right now. So like that doesn't make sense if Abomination is in it. Anyway, this is weird. I have no idea what's going on there. Um and he was so like he was so intent on finishing his parole or like finishing his prison sentence a couple episodes ago and i was like yeah get me the fuck out of here (laughs) like tonal shift anyways that was uh that was the show any final thoughts before we talk about general things of the future i've once again said my piece he said his piece my piece is said so aiden so aiden saying his piece dude i'm always saying that so let's talk about the future of the hulks the hulkiverse um i don't know what the like the the contracts allow at this point but we know there's lots of hulks in captain america 4 we're gonna see thunderbolt ross there and was there someone else oh the leader 
the leader's coming back for that as well. Who's the leader? That's the guy with the big head, big forehead, green. Oh, okay. So every every Hulk that, not everyone, the bigger some of the bigger Hulk characters that weren't in this series are going to be in that. Wait, one. is it High Evolutionary oh, yeah. or no? Is that a different? No, one? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, that's no, Guardians. Oh right, that's the uh, Rocky Raccoon. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, let's just actually let's just take a moment. What the hell is going on with Captain America Four? So far, what we know about it is that so it's it's Cap with Sam Wilson, Sam Wilson's yeah. Cap. Yeah. And we know that there's going to be Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> we don't know if he's Red Hulk, to be fair, but we know the leader is the villain. We know Moon Knight is probably in it. Really? And yeah, and there's going to be the first Israeli superhero. Like this oh, yeah. sounds like the most random, like throw shit at a wall kind yeah. of. <laughs> I don't, like I, I, I don't see the vision. I don't know what's going on here. And not to say that Paul Bettany is returning as the vision. <laughs> Dude, I don't uh, see the vision. What's going on? Why is he Why not is in he? this? <laughs> he should be there too. No, I like I, I have no idea what's going on. No, neither do it I. It just seems it's chaotic. It's very chaotic <laughs> energy coming from that writer's room specifically. <laughs> I think okay. I think the idea of like the leader and his like brainwashing paranoia could be interesting specifically sure. like in our day and age with like you know conspiracy theories could be yeah like, how does moon knight play into that wait moon knight's I... in cap four <laughs> listening? I said what? yeah i don't know this just that's crazy sure guys okay i guess yeah Anyways, there's also going to be definitely a Hulk movie coming out soon. And that'll be like all this Hulk stuff that's happening. So She-Hulk, Red Hulk, Leader, Scar. Maybe we'll do A-Bomb, who's... Um, we haven't seen the original. Like, A-Bomb is uh, the Hulk form of Rick Jones, who is like, like the most Robin sidekick character in the MCU. Oh, really? Like, he was... I thought you were just saying like a short form of abomination. No, no it's weird. The names are so similar. But yeah. anyways, Alex Jones was... Bond. Alex <laughs> Jones? That's his name. Wait, that's the, <laughs> the guy who plays <laughs> people around the street? Do I have it wrong? Okay, wait, let me, let me check. His name is Alex Jones? That's I could, no, Rick Jones. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. I mixed it up. That's my bad. My bad. It's Rick Jones. Anyway, so he was the sidekick to Captain Marvel. The guy, the first character. No, in the oh. comics. Oh, okay. comics. Um, and then he was, he was the person that Hulk was, like he's tied to the Hulk's origin as well. Mm. So like, in the comics, it's not a gamma experiment. It's like a bomb going off, and so he, he goes into the bomb testing range to save Rick Jones, and then oh. that's how he gets the, the dose. Anyways. So we haven't seen Rick Jones, but like he's another Hulk character. So I digress. Yeah. Uh, so there will be a Hulk, either World War Hulk or Planet Hulk. The movie. Hulkiverse. And just where the CGI is at right now, like I can go without. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Need to work on it. Somehow it's worse than it was in the Incredible Hulk, which right? is incredible. That, how they whoa. That. whoa! Like the whoa. show. Like I, I. It doesn't look great, the Hulk stuff, and I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I, 
He's not like a really yeah. The Hulk has guy. never been super interesting to me. Mark Ruffalo is cool. Or yeah, Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana. Like the actors are yeah. usually pretty good. But anyways, that's a thing. Maybe so. Whatever. Um, as far as finales go, how would you say this one ranks up against some of the other shows? I have to remind myself what shows have existed. So uh, one Falcon and Winter Soldier fucking sucks. WandaVision finale was not good. I thought WandaVision was okay. Like the love preserving uh, monologue was good. Like the superhero stuff. It's a sky beam episode. It's it's the sky beam. Like it's I don't know. I didn't I I didn't like that one. It was like what we were talking about, where it's like the concept of the show where they just don't stick to it, and it's like it's what it's literally what She Hulk is making fun of, um, like in its finale. Um, but so, I, yeah, the I, fuck I, was the I oh, I liked the Moon Knight finale. That was one of the best episodes of Moon Knight. I thought you liked the kaiju fight. No, because that because that, that show sucked, and that final episode was one of the only good episodes. That's a hot take. That's, that's a hot show, take. That's that well, like the exact opposite of how I feel about the show. Like, that show liked, fucking sucks. I think that I most the, of that show is terrible. First two agree, episodes of Moon Knight. First two episodes, I think, were my favorites. No, I thought that sucked. I was like, this is I, bad. The first episode was like the only good, great episode of Moon Knight, in my opinion. We've got some hot Moon Knight takes. I don't think here. any of them were great, but I like the finale. I was like, this is something that's interesting. And Okay, yeah. Moon Knight finale had Kaiju fight in the background. Super distracting. And Moon Knight, <laughs> okay, Moon Knight, who Alex is taking this on. <laughs> people, people say that Moon Knight is Marvel's Batman. And that's a little like, that's not really true. Because he's got his things that make him unique and a good, interesting character. But as far as power set goes, that's 100% correct. Like he is, as far as powers go, Marvel's Batman. So when he starts fucking flying around <laughs> and shit, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, he's I didn't know that he wasn't man. supposed to be that. I didn't care. I don't know okay, anything well, about the console. Yeah. So like, you don't, yeah. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier winds up being the worst because it was a bad finale to an already terrible show. I like I can't say this enough. That show was so fucking terrible. <laughs> like beginning to end. Like, <laughs> but and Ms. Yeah. Ms. Marvel's finale wasn't very good either. No, I, it wasn't. Yeah. First again, first two episodes very strong for Ms. Marvel. I agree. Finale, I agree with you there. Terrible, terrible yeah. finale. What happened think, to Ms. Marvel? Actually, the, do? I don't think the finale was terrible, but I think I it really was don't. not. It wasn't great. The finale is in the high school where they're evading. The oh, law. the the agents, the, the uh, damage DDOC. control. Yeah. Why are we doing damage control too? Like they're they're making it such a big thing, and I could not care less. Yeah. Um. So really, Loki's the best one finale, I think. Yes, I really yeah. liked the Loki finale, and I wasn't sold on that show until the final couple episodes, and I was like, oh, okay, this you're is crazy. Like you're crazy. No, the, <laughs> like the beginning is like okay. <laughs> you're crazy. You're crazy. No, like that show, like. No, that show is not great until like this latter half. Okay, so among those finales, oh Hawkeye, I forgot about Hawkeye. Hawkeye, Hawkeye was. was okay. I liked Hawkeye. I thought Hawkeye was Hawkeye underrated. Was Dude, yeah, the finale, really, of, the finale I watched of the show. show. Hold on. Oh, finale was shit. Get that fuck. Get that shit out of there. But I like, liked okay, that so show. So you liked <laughs> Hawkeye as a show. That's interesting. Yeah. That's not a hot take. That that is a hot take. That's not a popular opinion. Is what I was gonna say. That's one of the better ones. No one is fun to watch. And making him a fucking joke. Like, who the fuck does that? Well, I, I, don't, oh, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, King... The cold Kingpin thing was mishandled, yeah. to say that. Very, least. very mishandled. So, of those finales, I think Loki's top. Hawkeye... 
actually wasn't a terrible finale. It was kind of on brand. So I might even place that finale above the other ones. Um, okay, get, let's say, let's do top three because I feel like ranking everything will be tough. Let's I'm like, I mean, as far as finales go, She-Hulk was memorable and fun. So like, I don't, I don't think it was the worst of the finales. Let's just say that. I, I agree, hundred percent. Um, did you have a favorite episode from the show? This is kind of this is a weird order of doing these ranking things, but favorite Dude, episode from the show? Easily episode eight, easily. Aiden's has his thinking face on. I think he's looking up a list of episodes. Yeah, I was looking up a list of episodes. Sorry, what? Uh, what, what were you asking? You're asking uh, favorite episode from of, of She-Hulk. She-Hulk. I I think episode four for me. I, really I think it might be episode. I liked I liked the Madison. Uh, Madison's so. that was funny. Yeah, I I liked yeah I liked probably episode four for me too. Um, and then yeah, I should have I totally fucked up the order of this thing. How would you rank the TV shows? This might be a little hard. So we've got six just... and She Hulk. So that's seven. Wandavision, okay. Loki, Falcon, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, Hawkeye. Can we okay? Would we all agree? Yeah, okay, I I'm to, I'm to get a list. Okay, let's say okay. let's say best show on three. Wait, one, two, three, and no, then you... everyone says their best show. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. shit. <laughs> You're dumb, Peter. You don't know. Okay. One, two, three, Loki. Also I doesn't know. understand how this works. No, I get how it works. I just don't have... I really did you know, not love... They're Loki. all shit. Like, people, like I, I did not gravitate towards Loki the same way other people did. I honestly think that... Hawkeye might have been my favorite one. Hawkeye was good. So many people did like like I'm just I just know what the internet felt about Hawkeye. It's very forgettable, but Haley Steinfeld is fantastic. Dude, like, I don't know, like some of the anything that happened. I don't remember what happened I can't in that show. Sh- I can't tell you shit either, but I also can't tell you shit about what happened for the first half of Loki. Because I I again was not I, I, I was like Owen Wilson. I can tell you Owen Wilson's in it, and that's why the, that's the reason I'm watching is because Owen Wilson is here. And then I was like, Loki just got done doing like the MCU 9-11. And it's like it's like his mom like like, it's just like a sad little he's boy. sad about his mom. And I was like, What? Like, they, they, no, like what happened? You, you are that's actually really funny though. I was crazy. Yeah. I was like that's insane. Like, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like Loki until oh, it was after I. There's one episode I hated where they're on a train. I was like, this sucks. I think um, that was number three. And then it was yeah, like it was a, one of the slower ones. It wasn't until they were in like the the dimension that Kang is in in the end where I liked the show. Where Yo, I, that's I like, like episode it was six. Five out of six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was five out of six, and then six was. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I like the first four episodes. I was like, okay. So then, okay, so you so like I think Hawkeye. So funny. One one division was. Oh no! One division is the best one. One division is the best one. Nine, so good. Yeah, one yeah. One division is the best one. That's what I'm. Pretty good record. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think. Hmm, I liked. Moon Knight. I wanted to like it more, but I think I liked it a lot more than Ms. Marvel. Because, like, Ms. Marvel got to a point after the first two or three episodes, I was like, okay, this is done. And I don't like this. 
like when it started getting into like like when they were in Pakistan and it was just like a bunch of chase scenes. Yeah. And then the shitty CGI and I hate her powers and what they did with them. I just I was really very quickly turned off from that show. So that's that's one of my lowest and I wish it wasn't, but yeah. And I mean Falcon I don't remember why Falcon and Winter Soldier was so bad, but I, I liked John Walker in that. I like I thought that was really neat. I don't remember why people I, I didn't like the way they handled that though. I, I don't think the show understood what it wanted to do with that character. But it was it was chopped up because they had a pandemic related yeah. storyline and then it was obviously maybe not the best idea given yeah. the circumstances of the real world. Yeah. So But like I'm just was... ju- judging the show by what the like the final product it was, I hated it. I would yeah. say I think my ranking, if I'm just looking at the list now, is one division and then I'm probably going to She Hulk immediately after no shot and then and then and then hawkeye and then loki <laughs> and then miss marvel and then moon knight and then talking winter soldier that's my one wow. dude i peter? think that's a major cap peter where's okay. she hulk lie for you let's that's really what the heart of the question is where's she hulk okay so i think in my opinion WandaVision was sort of ruined for me because of all the expectations like, oh, the scientist, oh, Mephisto, all that. We didn't know how to watch a Marvel show. I think yeah. that's what we learned from that. Yeah, <laughs> We basically. didn't know how to watch a show properly. So I think top um, three are very easy for me. I think it's Loki, WandaVision, then Hawkeye. And then She-Hulk is like somewhere between the fourth and the fifth place. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So for me, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that there weren't any like wandavision jokes in she hulk yeah she wasn't she wasn't like joking about mephisto or anything i feel like she hulk could have been a little more online even and been more whatever um for me loki and wandavision are great um honestly she hulk might be after those two because like I think what She-Hulk excels at is knowing what it's supposed to be yeah. and consistency. So even though like there's two episodes that aren't great, like the like even those episodes, it's on brand more or less. So I I think it's one of the better shows like as a whole. Uh, and then I don't know, maybe like Hawkeye or Moon Knight and man, I fucking hated M- Ms. Marvel just. I wish I didn't, yeah. but I don't like it very much. And I don't know, Falcon, whatever. Uh, but that's, I think, plenty of She-Hulk. And I'm tired of talking about She-Hulk. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Um, Predator versus movies. <laughs> oh, my <Hooray>. God. <laughs> More to talk about. Um, Would have been fantastic in Werewolf by Night. Just have a predator on the wall. Or make, oh, him, yeah. one of the, make him one of the hunters. The no explanation. Dude, you know what yeah. will be fun, though? Like, mid-hunt? Predator shows up, kills one of the monsters, and then becomes a monster, man. Like, he is the new new thing that the hunters need to hunt. That would be interesting. Sick. I think, yeah, I think he would have fit nicely in that one. Yeah, you could have fit in. Uh, yeah. She-Hulk, maybe not so much. <laughs> Dude, imagine, like, Predator becomes, like, a comedic character in She-Hulk. <laughs> just start joking. Just another him. lawyer in the... And he can't speak English. Like, he's just speaking in his clicks and stuff. But he he's, like, acting like he's saying something funny. They're like, click, 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 click. And they're like, oh, Predator. <laughs> so funny. Like Predator's predator. getting sued. Like, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Predator has yeah. a higher yeah. lawyer. Yeah. That would be cool. 
Okay, well, that's enough of that. I don't yeah, <laughs> Predator versus movie. Let's hey, that's, that's the show. Um, let's get through these wrecks. Let's blast through these wrecks. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I got a couple, I guess, anti-wrecks. Cause the only, I, I, only... Love, I love a good anti-wreck. Let's so, hear them. I watched two things. You and I watched Avatar together in theaters. You hey, yo. re- Avatar I, fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate I thought, Avatar. I thought it was fine. I was like, this is a weaker, a way weaker story than I remember. And it's like, it feels like, dude, it's such a long movie, and it feels like not that many things happen in it. But it's just like, it's, and it's it just feels dude, like that's, an eternity. That's like a hard cap. I like, rated yeah. Avatar a five out of five on Letterbox. It's no, it's, so it's not bad. You're, There's you're no way. But so uh, the other thing I saw was Smile, which sucked. I've seen so many really positive reviews for that movie, and it sucks. Like, I have nothing else. That, like, it's just so, like, you have to see it. But it's like, the monster isn't a threat at any point in the movie, other than the very end. Like, I mean, they seem so happy. They're just smiling. Yeah, they're smiling. They're and, like, all of, the, all of the even slightly surprising or creepy moments are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah. Like, there's, there's one scene where, like, a major thing is happening, and then, like... It just cuts away, and we don't see we don't see how the scene ends, and sh- the main character is just doing something else. It's like what the f- like you have to see the movie, but it's like how the fuck did she get out of that situation? It was bad. Biggest bad moments movie. happen I mean, off screen. That, that <laughs> sounds scary. New film. That's essentially tactic. that's essentially the Moon Knight finale, though. That was a big moment of that. That's a thing a lot of people. Sure, but that's like built into the like there is at least an there is an explanation in that show for what's happening. Like it it was just bad in Smile. Okay, Smile sucks. Don't watch Smile. That shit sucks. Um, ah, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. Do what you want. Watch what exercise your fucking fucking one. (laughs) Exercise your own free will and seek out your own content. Uh, Peter, what have you been consuming this week? So, I saw two movies this week. I saw The Woman King, and I saw Doom in IMAX. Uh, so, anti-rack nice. for The Woman King. It did not work for me, unfortunately. Like, despite all the positive reviews, I really want to love that movie, but unfortunately, it did not work for me. Um, it's it's not as good as people say it is. Yeah, I, I think the I story is not very compelling. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so, it's poorly written, frankly. Yeah, like, it did not work for me, unfortunately, so... Yeah, sorry, sorry, Woman King. I really wanted to like you, but sorry, women, just women. <laughs> no, no, come on, bro, don't get me canceled. <laughs> uh, but Doom, on the other hand, this time in IMAX, I saw uh, the first time I saw Doom, I saw it through a computer screen. So second That's time, not a good way to watch it. <laughs> yeah, second time on the IMAX screen, fucking fabulous. Like the, I, mean, I can't, I cannot believe how good this movie is like even on second viewing where like all the shock value has been taken away the fact of like seeing it on an imax screen and reliving the story now that no more context like lore wise is fabulous like the little lore bits that they don't explain to you they just show you like the bull's head for example uh are just great like they they service the fans so that you can pick up these little lore moments. And they also do a great job explaining most things for first-time viewers as well. So, great yeah, movie. I, Can't wait I, for part two. I went into that having read the book. And I was like, I remember one of my biggest concerns was like, how the fuck are they going to like explain <laughs> the world? Because even in the book, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down. Yeah, like, it's yeah, just like, 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 like what's going on? Yeah. For sure, for sure. 
Like, I mean, I guess the only criticism is, like, I know the runtime is very long, but, like, that's only half the story. Like, it does not feel like a satisfying climax, but, man, yeah, yeah, part okay. two is going to be great. I did feel that way a yeah. little bit. And, I mean, what's also good, I'm sure what you also like about Dune is that all the kings are men, right? Can't have women. <laughs> bro, <laughs> okay. Okay, so sure now you're just twisting that. my I'm words, like bro. I'm not like that. I'm all for <laughs> women kings. <No. laughs> Cause it's like, wait, dude, is that Dune or Woman King? Because they both have <laughs> like screaming soundtracks. Dune, that was Aiden doing his Dune impression. Thank you, thank you, Hans Zimmer. I didn't know you were on the pod today. Yeah. Yeah, welcome um, to Inception in that. We spent the big bucks today. Hans Zimmer guest appearance. Anything else for you, Peter? No, no. I need to catch up on House of Dragon, though. Uh, apparently, this week's episode is very good, and uh, I haven't seen last week's episode yeah, yet. Yeah, I feel so. like they say that about all of them, and most of the time, they're not. Um, That's cap. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, I, yeah, I watched Avatar. It sucks. Don't watch Avatar. I don't know how it made a billion dollars. That's insane. Or more, I don't know how much it's made. but um, I also watched... One of those Pink Panther movies, um, A Shot in the Dark. Wait, what? Actually, they're not Pink Panther movies. They're Clouseau, Inspector Clouseau movies. Mm. Like from the 60s, I want to say. Wait, like Pink Panther, the animated character? No, you don't know what you're talking about. 1964, Inspector Clouseau, A Shot in the Dark. It's the sequel to the Pink Panther, the original. Mm. It's not funny. I don't know what people think is funny about it like it's literally like the whole joke is that Clouseau is a little bit clumsy and he falls down a lot and like that's not funny it doesn't sustain (laughs) it for like however long the runtime is um I watched Jackie Chan's police story um Jackie Chan he's funny um it's a little awkward to watch in a post 2020 world Mm. There's just some like things that are, that's a little distasteful at this well, point I think, in human history. I think that one had a lot of racial comedy in it, right? Or is it? Wait, is no. that the one that's like in, in? You're thinking of Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Wait, is that one in English Chris... or Cantonese? It's in Cantonese or Mandarin. Oh, it's okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of a different movie. You're thinking of Rush Hour. Um, that's Rush Hour is like an American movie. Uh, this is a Chinese movie. Anyways. It's it's a lot of fun, and I mean, I was watching it for the stunts, and the Jackie Chan stunts are insane. They're so oh great. yeah. Um, so yeah, go check out Police Story, but also a cab. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched caught up on Andor. It's great, go check out Andor. If you're not watching Andor, what are you doing? Oh yeah, like, Andor's I mean, good. It's, it's just a yeah. Great I'll show. second that. Andor's, Andor's good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, did, yeah. I did watch last week's Hot D. I don't know when this one. This week's comes out today. Today, <laughs> well, I don't know what time. Peter, I mean, it's nine p.m. EST. Yeah, there you go. So it's not even out yet. So I'm I'm caught up then. Um, last week's episode was no spoilers. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. It no was spoilers. okay. Okay, that's all I. I've tweeted my thoughts, and I don't think anyone reads it. But that's that's that. The only other thing I did was I saw a little funny guy. I saw there was a funny guy in town. Oh, you saw John Mulaney? And I saw John Mulaney. Yeah. Let's go. That's it was sick. Everything I was hoping it was going to be. It's like like he hasn't lost his touch. He's hilarious. Um, the two guys who were headlining or like opening for him were yeah. also really good. Um, How long was the show? 
I don't know. What does it matter? It was a regular length. No, like it's usually one hour, isn't it? I don't get my it's like. They literally, they literally put your phone in a pouch. Oh, like that you can't they, record it. Oh, you can't yeah, record yeah. it, but I also can't check the time, so I have. No oh, idea. I see. I see. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it was hilarious. So if you have an opportunity to go see that, I think it's called From Scratch or something. It's fantastic. Funny enough, some of the funniest parts were when he was interacting with the audience. And he got, we got some like really like Winnipeg jokes. Yeah, I was about to say, did he make any Winnipeg jokes? It, like the whole thing, the from scratch thing is about his experience in rehab. So yeah. there's a part of the show where he goes, has anyone here been to rehab? And then he asks what their experience was like. And so someone in the audience was like, yeah, I've been. And he goes, okay, where was your, um, uh, fuck, not interrogation, your, when are people, intervention. Where mm. was your intervention? And the guy goes, Oh, it was at a Salisbury house. <laughs> everyone no were, way. one of the biggest laughs so in the funny. whole show. John Mulaney clueless. He has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. It's such a thing. Yeah. And so someone's like, Yeah, it's like an IHOP or a Denny's. And he's like, Oh, okay, I get it. And, and it then sucks. he's like, Okay, did anyone do like field trips to like while they're in rehab? And and he's like, yeah, we we went to Portage La Prairie. <laughs> and, was, and again, he's like, what are you guys saying? Porter's La Prairie? Like, I, don't, I don't know what that is. And someone goes from the audience goes, it's a shitty little town. <laughs> and that was, so yeah, that was great. Um, so yeah, if you see that's coming to your place, go check it out. Uh, for next week. At this point, I have no idea. I'm not going to make any promises about Tar again. <laughs> I'm fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to make it third time. We'll see Tar when we can. Um, what is for sure coming out next week is Black Adam. So wait, Black Adam's next that. week? Oh Already? my god! I said this at the beginning of the episode. Are you not wait, listening? When 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 does it come out? Next week. How many times have I been oh, fucking saying it? Then I gotta see all like the 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 critical acclaim movie before like Black Adam pushes them out of theater. Then fuck. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Anyways, uh, there's also the supposedly who knows if they're here where we live, but the Banshees of Nishirin are supposed to come out. That's the Martin Martin Mc, something McDowell McDonough movie. Um, the uh, the After Sun movie comes out. Um, and, That's next week. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, like probably not, not here. Which sucks, man. Oh my. I know, right? I mean, it could be at the Cinematheque, like if anywhere. Yeah, that would I hope so. that would be where it is. What, what, what's um, After Sun? I I think I heard about it. What is it? It about? looks like a good movie, and it's basically Florida Project. That's it looks like Florida Project. Looks great though. Um, and then uh, there's also Harry Styles' My Policeman, which might be what we do for the Let's pod. go. No, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. We'll figure I it out. I don't want to do my police. <laughs> I don't either. It's not a movie I want to see. Yeah. Um, there's like three options there just alone, like coming out next week that yeah. I would see. So we'll figure it out though. Uh, until then, go check us out on Twitter at Predator V Movies. Check us out on Instagram at Predator vs. Movies Podcasts. Check me out on Letterboxd at underscore Alex Gordon underscore. Um, and leave a review for this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Because then it gets the algorithm or something and people listen. And that would be nice. Thanks. Do it. Um, until next time, I was Alex. And I'm Peter. I'm Aiden. And this was Predator Movies, And this is a very long episode. Woo! Bye.